0: The Joe Rogan Experience. gentlemen and i am broadcasting you fox it says you must be broadcasting to record a server it always does this you stream with your with your problems ladies and gentlemen i present to you the lovely and talented mr sam Tripley. sam Tripley, ladies and gentlemen it's honor and privilege man thanks for having me here dude i do love how you're wearing sunglasses inside i'm gonna do That's it too roll, just dude. for you don't like, have this the Why brush.
1: should black people only be able to do it? I yeah. want to rock that.
0: Yeah, why why can they do it so? I don't know, man. They Clean. Just you are broadcasting anything. right now, right? Aren't we? It says we're broadcasting. Hmm. Does it not show up on Ustream. Not yet for me. How dare you. Let's try it again. Might be a little slow today. Ustream is it bogging? <laughs> do we have a problem? Ah, uh, there we go. It's we're good. Now. Okay, I'll make sure. Yep, we're good. Okay. Bam. So it was, a, uh, it was a total false alarm, ladies and gentlemen. We have sunglasses on. Why? Because Sam Tripoli showed up with sunglasses, and out of respect,
1: I'm going to follow suit. Let's do it, dude. I've never
0: done a show with sunglasses on. Let's do it. So what is it about black... D- oh, before we even get started.
1: We need, I
2: need to get a new one of these flesh lights, by the way, Joe. Uh, I think I'm using yeah, mine too much Fuck the shit out of yours? I, I don't know if I'm u- not cleaning it well enough. Or this not. is the one I fucked, so you don't
0: want to touch this
1: one. Do you really fuck that? Yeah, fuck. Does it feel real? Whose who's sound design?
2: is on? that mine? I think it's your computer. The,
1: uh, technology.
0: Do you really fuck that? Fuck the shit out of that. My cat wants to get out, man. Brian Brian, let my cat out too While you're up There's too many people in here. She's freaking out You hear her? Meow That's how we roll ladies and gentlemen Some people They work out of a professional studio In Hollywood Me I got computers that are always on I got a cat that wants to get out of my office She sure does want to get out She does It's a girl Don't insult her brother That's just rude Cats are all before we get started, Sam do you have, a Tripoli, have you ever here? fucked one of these? I got no. a bunch of dogs. You ever fucked one of these? No, dude. It's you, you, of course you beat off. We all do. We're, you know, guys with functional arms Maybe he and, and dicks attached. We all I'm masturbate. A, yeah, I beat off enough. This uh, is way better than beating. Really? Out. Yes, it's way better. We are actually sponsored by them. But even if I wasn't sponsored by them, I would tell you to fuck this thing. Are you telling,
1: telling me you. that they They're are better than the hand? That. Way better.
0: Way better because your hand, you're always, there's, there's a, you're getting a, you're still getting like a signal from your dick that your hand and signal from your hand that you're holding a dick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're doing it to yourself. And even though you know exactly what you like. You know, you're not going to get the same feeling as if someone else is doing it to you or if you're actually fucking something.
1: That's amazing. And this is
0: the next best thing to having sex. I'm telling you, dude. It's the best masturbation device for the male ever created. It feels like you're is fucking. Is there a lot of upkeep, though? Man, no, I mean, no. Like- dude, you squirt some lube in it, you fuck it, you shoot your load, you. Uncork the bottom. This disgusting snot ball of shame comes it's out. It's like the spit valve in the trumpet. Wow! You dump your load out. Then you stick this in the faucet. Clean the fucking. Shit oh, out so of you
2: it. don't pull? You don't pull the fish out of the
0: bucket at all? You can. I do I, sometimes. I pull the fish out of the bucket all day. Huh. Anyway, Who created would he, this. Would, would Brian, Americans or Japanese? Americans. goddammit. it, we're Americans. Yeah. But by the way, what Brian means by pull the fish out of the bucket? This is what Brian means. This is his patented move. He says that this. Looks like a yeah you just to to hook that up to logo. the back of your uh, faucet or you yeah. you know go to it's a very everything. controversial thing this fleshlight it's a very controversial subject sex toys and I don't think it should be. I think Why it's fucking it? dumb. It's, it's a biological maintenance thing. You know, that's what masturbation is. It, you know, people think about it somehow or another still, like there's something dirty to it. Like the, this, you know, rubber thing that you stick your dick in. Because somehow or another, this would be bad.
2: You know what sucks about that is when you have your married friend over for <laughs> yeah. a, a nice drink or two. And it's laying around. And, and you accidentally leave it in the bathroom. And not only do you leave it in the bathroom like with the lid open, so it's just this pussy while he's taking a piss. There was like a pubic hair on it, of course. And he came out and didn't say a word. And then I went to the bathroom a couple minutes later. And I'm like, oh, he didn't even say anything. You know, like he, he, didn't, well, he was I, just going to like keep it to himself. Like,
0: Don't, well, maybe he just assumes you're a
2: freak. Well, maybe why uh, hit it? What did, did, it, what did it, it have you? to do with him being married though? Huh? Well, but you know, because he was just like, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not like fucking fake pussies.
0: Are you wearing sunglasses? Those are
2: glasses no, no, these are glasses i've been using the internet too much lately, so my eyes are fucking killing me, me really, too. yeah, dude, you're cooking your eyes I, the last three days i 've done nothing but surf the internet. My
0: eyeballs are getting not but they're they're not bad. I can still read, but they 're not as good I can definitely see a deterioration, but i 'm just assuming that's a part of the aging process
1: i've been on YouTube constantly yeah. you watching watch? pro wrestling
0: <laughs> nonstop dude.
1: Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. I was like, I I watched that. I was getting giddy. You watch,
0: dude. I was getting giddy. I just because I got this Roddy Piper thing thing. going on. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that before we even say anything more. Sam Tripoli has a fantastic show tomorrow night at the Hollywood Improv. If you've never seen the Sam Tripoli Naughty Show, it's not just stand-up comics where he gets a bunch of the, you know, really the best comics. Our buddies from L.A. will go up and perform. I've done a show. I did a show uh, last month, right? Yeah, last you month. murdered a heckler. So It was so much fun. It's such a fun... What it is, though, it's not just stand-up comedy. It's stand-up comedy, but it's a variety. He's got like a variety show going on. He has like little game shows going on. He shows videos. All with porn stars, though. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's the main thing. Like, this week, you have Dana, don't you? I have Dana DeArmond
1: and uh, uh, Joanna Angel.
0: That's great. Yeah. And he does this show. It's like a comedy variety show. Porno stars, they do question and answer and quivi- trivia type shit. It's really fucking hilarious stuff. And Thanks, it's a man. fun evening. It's not just like a comedy show, which I love comedy, but I like that you're mixing it up. You got comedy. You got a bunch of It, Variety. it, it, fe- it really feels like a Vegas show. And that's what I said when, when I first saw it. I was like, you know, someone should recognize that and put this fucking thing in Vegas because I know you put a lot of time and effort into it. It's really a fun show to watch. Thanks, man. man. Yeah, I look forward to uh, it.
1: My favorite part of the show is uh, telling clean comics they can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you were clean. Can't use you. Sorry yeah, about that. But just... I like
0: porn. You, you, what you're doing, man, it's, it's, you're creating this really fun party atmosphere. You know, that's what your show is. It's not just a comedy show. It's like a comedy show, but all this stuff that's happening, it's all fun and silly. And it's like a great move if you want to get a chick horny right? Your show is all about fucking. Yeah. Your, your up is about fucking, you know, <laughs> the show's all about fucking you're, You you got porn stars up. Everybody's having a great time. So by the end of the night, if you're the girl you brought, if you, you know, if you picked her correctly, when you're bringing her to the show, she's going to associate having fun with fucking. She had fun with you. She's going to, yeah, it's throw some it out. Pavlov
1: shit. Some Pavlov
0: type <laughs> shit, son. You know what I'm
1: saying? That's, I mean, actually, man, my crowd is mo- uh, a large part is women.
0: Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of chicks when we were there. Yeah. You have a lot of women that come. It's because it's fun, man. It's a fun show. And again, girls, I think, really love those like weekly, monthly type shows. You remember when before um, Steel Panther became big, weren't they uh, Metal Shop? Is it the same band?
2: I don't know if it's the same band or not because I just got into them when you showed me and we went to Vegas. Dude, how much fucking fun was that? No, it was
0: awesome. It's it's I, more than just a, a music show. It's like it's like the, when Steel Panther they do like uh it's you know it's like it re they rekindled these '80s bands. The dude does like the best fucking Ozzy impression that's you've ever awesome. seen, and they're really good musicians. You know, so the music is tight. You know, it's good, man. Where'd you it's see fucking, him? We saw him in Vegas at the House of Blues. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We're going to see him again because I think they're on after me on July 2nd. I think they're playing the 2nd and the 3rd. I'm not I'm not sure, but I think they are. Um, But they, they were on after us. So wasn't it that? Or was it after the UFC? It was the next day.
2: I don't know. I can't remember. It was the
0: next day. It was after the UFC. So we came down and we watched it. It was a pretty late show, but it yeah. was fucking awesome. It, man. Was, it was. Metal or uh, Steel Panther ruined one of my
1: favorite gigs in uh, PB. There was this place called Moondoggies. And every time I did it, I always got laid. Like weird, <laughs> weird lays too. Like it was awesome. And then Steel Panther, one of them, they started doing it on the same night. And then the show went away. But dude, I mean weird chicks <laughs> like chicks who blew cows and stuff like that and like i'm like that's a female it's like, i blew an animal that's all i know and i'm like oh. and a, like, a for real so many- chick who
0: blew an animal yeah really what like for a video
1: just for fun
0: she blew an animal for fun and yeah how do you how'd
1: you find out about this she told me wow I don't know, you don't really feel
0: like you scored with that. That girl's willing to suck a cow's dick.
1: Yeah, but if she's willing to do that, what what would she let me do? She'll let you do what
0: you did. Oh, anything. You pretty much have full game on that. Yeah. But you don't feel like you accomplished anything. You feel like wow, this is the lowest hanging fruit ever. Right, you know, those chick fucks animals. They yeah. can't even talk. You'll start thinking about yeah. it and yeah. like putting Lysol on your dick. And there's just, isn't there a certain thing like that? Like you, you know when I talk about uh, in my act about child molesters that you have to kill them because you can't really bounce back from that.
1: Yeah, that's a very funny joke.
0: When think about that with like with chicks, there's a certain amount of things that a chick can't do, you know, in her past where you can just accept that she grew from that and moved on. Right, you know, like. Like the conversation comes up about like, uh, would you be able to date a porn star or would you be able to date a uh, prostitute? Oh, that would be the craziest one, right? What if there was a girl who was a high-end prostitute and she felt real bad about it, but she did it for like a year and then she quit. But she was the most awesome chick you ever met. The back of your head's going to be going, what? Shit. I mean, I know I've fucked up. I've made mistakes. I'm no fucking perfect person. But God damn, you were a hooker. You know, it's like you would have to be like incredibly open minded. To and be there's able some to guys who are that. into like watching yes. their girl get boned. But yeah. the problem with that, those guys are all fucked up, man. They're, those guys—they're just
2: as fucked up. up. They're the type of people yeah. that would take it in the ass if given the opportunity. Probably. Well, I don't—I don't, <laughs> don't
0: want to say that they're fucked up. They could just be crazy swingers. But what, the people that are fucked up are the the cuckold guys, the guys who like want guys to fuck their girl in front of them. Oh uh, yeah, and like and like embarrass them and like. You, you have know, you ever met one of these people, them. or do you think that was just invented for porn? Oh dude, it's one hundred percent real. One hundred A
1: group in Orange County, like these guys who pay like large black guys to come yeah, and check it.
0: I, I saw a picture on I don't know maybe Stanhope sent it to me somebody sent it to me somebody fucked up sent it to me and it's uh, this um, fucking guy and this girl together and uh, the man is sucking this black guy's dick in front of the girl so like the black guy's making this man suck his dick and then he's gonna fuck the white girl and he's wearing a suit and it's one of the most disturbing pictures ever. It's just is something so primal and disturbing yeah, about it. Yeah, how
1: do you get there?
0: That's a broken dude. Any dude who like wants to suck a guy's dick and then wants the girl to wants he's not even gay. He wants to be humiliated by this guy. He wants this guy to fuck his girl in front of him. And then they a lot of times they come in the guy's mouth.
1: Do you think <laughs> what the fuck, son?
0: Do you imagine no, how, how much does that guy own you? <sighs> he fucked your wife and then came in your mouth. Oh, oh my god. You know, if you found out a chick used to do that, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I dated this guy. He was crazy. He used to have black guys come over and fuck me in front of him, and he would suck the black guy's dick. It was so uncomfortable. I really wasn't into it, but he was into it, so we kept doing it. And God, I'm so glad I got over that. You'd be like, "What? Yeah, yeah you can to come it. back. From what that? the fuck happened?" Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute, minute. The white guy sucked the black guy's dick, and then the black guy fucked you, and then the black guy came in the white guy's mouth. Check, please. (laughs) Right? We snowballed twenty times back and forth. You (laughs) have seen too much, Hooker. You have seen too too much, much. my dear. You've got too much life experience. I cannot handle that. That's that's where I tap.
1: Yeah, but isn't there something about like having your ch- getting your chick to do filthy shit? It's like it's almost to a like- point. to a point. But
2: then you you kind of go, this is a girl. This is this poor <laughs> yeah. girl. This is, is the girl she... I love. Why am I making her do it? Or this? what's even
0: worse is when the girl <laughs> wants you to do it to her. They want uh, they want to be humiliated. You that's... hear about girls like that that wanna hit, yeah. wanna choked, the want to be hit, want to be choked. The choking thing down. is yeah. what gets me. I, you I, do I I the choking thing, don't to... you? Oh. I'm I dated a chick who wanted to get choked. It was uncomfortable. Scary. You don't want to associate rape with sexuality, with, you know, with, I mean, you know, the girl obviously knows she can trust you, the girl, I mean, if chicks are into it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, do whatever the fuck you want, I think as a man, though, the last thing you want to do is associate, like, aggressive violence with sexuality, I don't want to connect those two in my head, because I know people get connected with things, you know, you get, like, that's where fetishes come from, like, I used to have a foot fetish, because I dated this girl who was really into her feet, yeah, she was really into her feet, and she had, like, you know, cute feet. She just had, was really into him though, and she would like rub my, her feet on my deck and shit like that. She was right. crazy, right. but you know, like she would try to to like uh, jerk me off with her feet. You know? she <laughs> really? Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a freak. She was a freak. Uh, I just met somebody that like that. She was a freak. But this was when I was really young, you know, I was like sixteen, seventeen. You know, I was like one of my first girlfriends. So Sounds I had this awesome. foot thing for a while. You know, you connect. Right. You connect that with sexuality. I think that's if you weird. if you get into connect yeah maybe that's weird but it wasn't like that I was only into feet like I just thought I like girls with pretty feet you, but sexy. you didn't still,
2: like see her feet and then like pop a boner did you
0: no 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 but I thought I found them attractive though I found the whole package attractive and the fact that she was like really into her feet so you don't have a foot fetish now no nah, I don't like them to be gross but no I don't have a foot fetish. Do you take care of your feet? See, I think Not like really. if you're... I trim my nails, but that's just so I don't scratch people in just You never get your feet done or anything like that. Get the fuck out of here, son! Dude, look, you what should what do is... it. You should look what you're looking at, son. Dude, this is a fide man. Are you
2: ticklish? Are you ticklish? I'm saying you're ticklish, aren't you? No, I
0: don't, don't need Escobar, anybody probably. to be He's fucking ticklish. cleaning my toes. No, but once you have it done, like have, have you ever had it done, beta monkey? Have you
2: ever had it done though? No, I don't want it dude, done, dude. Do it once. I said the same
0: shit. What's so special about getting your nails polished? It
2: feels good and it feels clean. And once you're done, you you just like, wow, I feel like. Like this is like I've been not washing my ass. own
0: feet, you lazy fuck. No, it ain't that hard? Know, you get a washcloth and some it's soap. Like, it's like you were wiping it, your.
1: They you know. brought me to one to get my feet done one time. I swear to God, I walked in, <laughs> that all the Asian ladies look at me and then they run to the back of the room behind this door, <laughs> and you can just hear them arguing. And then the one, no one comes, wants to do you. Nobody wants – they oh. saw Armenian through, and they're like, that's a long it's hilarious. day. hilarious. I
2: saw one of those old guys at Starbucks the other day that had, like, the sandals, but his uh, toenails were all super yellow and, like, huge, Ugh. like, curling up. And then he had, like, all those, like, scabby things all over his feet. Like, it was, like, drying skin
0: and stuff. I, just, I trim mine mostly out of courtesy for guys at jiu-jitsu. Right. Because it sounds gross but and gay, too. But you scratch guys <laughs> with your toenails and jiu-jitsu yeah. all the time. Uh-huh. I get scratched by fingernails and toenails. So I always keep my shit really, really, really short. But there's guys that don't, man. Sometimes you're rolling with guys. You look down at their feet, and they're like the wolf man. Right. You know? And there's scrambles. And in scrambles, people push, and they push off their feet. And they can claw you up, man, with their toenails. You know, They're trying to get your back, and they're trying to get those hooks in. They're trying to dig the hooks to, to like get butterfly hooks on you. They could fuck you up with their toes, man. They can cut your shit up. Is that why you have They're a like beard from claws. all the
2: scratch marks on your face, Joe? No, because I'm <laughs> sexy when I'm furry, son. I'm trying
0: to suck don't, on those jiu-jitsu be, feet. You've don't been- <laughs> be hating
1: on my beard, son. No. Yo, but going back
0: to what you're it's talking man, about, this is a manly beard,
1: weird fetishes. Yeah. Don't you think that people should just embrace what they are and try yes, to find somebody all I, all I was who's saying,
0: into that? All I was saying was, me personally, I don't think. I mean, this is just an opinion. I don't think it's good to connect violence and sex. You know, I connected feet with sex for a while because of this freaky girl that I dated. That's nothing wrong with that. No one's getting hurt. If you connect violence with sex and then you get with somebody that you like and maybe she isn't into that shit mm. you know maybe i mean let's be honest the violent sexual relationships really don't have a lot of fucking shelf life Yeah, so you got to right. assume you're going to have another girlfriend Crazy. after this chick this one that wants you to choke her and brutalize Unless her she's and smack her in the head how long are you going to stay with her right. you know it's you're
2: going to have kids yeah. and then like involve them into right. the the whole mess well violent. you
0: know obviously people adapt and and you know and change and evolve but it's just the, the, there's something about that there's something about violence like attacking and sex There's one thing about fucking someone hard, but it's, it's another thing about, you know, when it, when it becomes some sort of a, like a a, sort of a rape thing, you know, like a rape fantasy, there's some weird shit about rape fantasies. Yeah,
1: that is weird. Uh, But you know, it's like, I do a joke about that auto rock asphyxiation. It's like my, you know, my whole thing is get a spotter, you know what I'm saying? Like get a buddy. No, no, Sit no. there when you hang yourself, and you're whacking it. When your eyes roll, they lift you up.
0: Yes, for that. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a good like,
1: move. But because they're so scared of putting it out there that yes. they they hide. Totally. In some, you know, it would be so very if they were very open.
0: good point. You mean, look, think about all the shit that priests do, right? And 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 somehow you know, forgive themselves for it or, or justify it. There was that one priest, that Baptist minister, very famous guy. Obviously, they're not the same as priests, but who. Um, he died with a black dildo up his ass Jeez. in a, in a wetsuit hanging because he did the autoerotic association thing. Wow. Just think of all the shit that that guy's willing to justify. You know, if you – I mean, not really. That's actually a bad example because I said he was a bishop. But hopefully they'll catch a priest doing the exact same thing, and this will make sense. But this poor guy couldn't just tell people, hey, I got this crazy thing I like to do, man. It's really fucked up. I'm the weird I don't, shit. I don't want you to see it, but I'm afraid I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, so so come in and watch me beat Somebody
1: off. Just yeah. sit there and
2: spot there, me. There should be an iPhone app where, you like, you hit start, and if you don't like put in a code in in like three minutes or something like Fuck. that, it calls nine one one automatically. So you can choke yourself or whack off on. What, you know.
0: what is it about people that just trip on certain things like that? Like you know, like they'll get into just whatever weird fetish shit, tying people up and gagging them. And you remember our pal that used to like to beat his chick, and she used to like to get whipped. Remember that he used to whip her. Who, Mr. D? I don't know. Do you remember that? No, you don't remember that. We can't. We can't say who because he dated someone famous. Oh, all right. We'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk off the air. We're no snitches, folks. Snitches get stitches. Mm. I gave it to him in code. He don't even know who the fuck I'm talking Damn, about. I am son. confused. All right, we'll forget about it. But let's Ted just dancing. let's just let's just try to figure out what the fuck it is. I mean, I I know that my thing with feet was because I dated a girl who was freaky with her feet.
2: I have a boob thing, definitely. But you that's know,
0: every guy's gonna.
2: Boob. No, but but like like that's
0: I like Ari's joke. I like girls with uh, vaginas. That's my thing. <laughs> I,
2: I I get blinded by headlights like nonstop. Of course man. you do. I, I, I uh, Brian, don't see there's nothing anything special going.
0: about that. We all do. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm it's an, so ass so man. It's so an ass so basic. You're an ass man?
1: I'm a face and ass man. You know what's weird I like about there's two best. totally yeah, different right.
0: things when it comes to uh, with breast sexuality, what's what makes them sexual. There's natural tits where you've got like this natural pull, this natural draw, but it's just purely sexual. But there's a different draw with fake tits. With fake tits, there's still a draw, and you feel stupid for being drawn into these stupid things because you know that they're really just bags of water underneath the skin, and it's not the same draw from real tits, but there's something a little extra dirty. About the fake dick, yeah, a little extra turn you on a bit because you know this Sleazy. bitch is, she wants dick so bad. She's like, I want to make sure you know I really like dick. You're right, you know, and they can say that it's like that they're just trying to look attractive and all that good. But what does that mean? You, right. you want to look like somebody who wants to fuck you. You want people to really want to fuck you.
2: I would agree, unless it's one of those like, no, I just got to be because
0: they were you know really droopy, you know. But for the most yes. part, yeah, fake. yeah. Oh look, there's nothing wrong with getting breast implants if you want to do that. How about don't, get, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If I was a girl, I'd probably have them. If I had a small boobs, I'd get a boob job. Fuck it. Why not? How about breast reduction? I think that's
2: when girls just give I up because it hurts that. too much. I did a girl out that. That's I, the only <clears> thing I can
0: think of. I did a girl a long time ago. She, had, she was just born with giant ones. She had a, a breast reduction before I met her. She was so happy, though because for her like her back used to fucking kill her she had these giant ease like natural ease wow she just was born I a giant actually test. have
2: a family member uh, I better not have said that <laughs> I have Yo, a family member what that <laughs> uh, in that a, novel I was writing I have a friend that uh, she's born with a uh, gigantic <laughs> Codis, Bruce breast, or whatever it's called, whereas your breasts mean? just are retardedly, like the oh, retarded so it's breasts. A, just a natural like, or a yeah. gift from God. No, no, no. I mean these aren't even real breasts, these look like, uh, like fucking uh, Katamari, you know it looks like a worm. Oh, right. is it like you the
1: know? old lady breasts where it's like down at their gut? Kind of,
2: yeah, it's a yeah. Disease. And, and, right. and if you look at this person you're like, wow, that person's fat. But if you right. knew, it was just like, hey, lift the boo up here. No, actually, I- I'm fine. Oh, wow. That's and, so will And she won't, they won't let her uh, operate. She's only like 18. And they won't let her operate because they said you have to lose 30 pounds because this is a really serious like uh, procedure. Procedure. And they, I, I guess you can't be overweight at all. Yeah. You have to be really healthy. And she won't do it. So now this poor girl is just. Wow,
0: she's so lazy. She won't lose 30 pounds. <laughs> what a lazy bitch. So you know what? Someone so needs to. You just did something
2: with your microphone. You yeah, just plug 18, it in. Though, the back. It's like how heavy well, can you Plug be, the back though. in tighter or something.
1: Everybody's in good shape.
0: Huh? No,
1: I didn't do anything. No, huh. oh, all right.
2: So it, Is that better? No, well, whatever.
0: Is
2: that better? No. Well, ladies well. and
0: gentlemen, we got King story. Would you, you turn me way down?
2: No. Well, I'm trying to get rid of that. That like true? there's like a buzz in it.
1: So.
0: Rogan. What the fuck, Tripoli? Anyway. I want to tell the
1: story of uh, you and me and the heckler. I don't know Which if you one? remember the story.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That was a funny
1: one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whenever you want. I, right now, don't know. It's the greatest heckle kill of all time. Um, I was uh, doing a gig in Phoenix, Arizona. A friend of mine had a bar, and he, whenever I came in town, he'd throw a stand-up show. So I, I went down to do stand-up, and my aunt, who's no longer with us, but she finally got to come see me, and she was like 80 at the time. So she came down, my whole family is there. I'm on stage and I'm doing a joke about how uh, I got my ass kicked by my girlfriend. I got a scar right here from when she put me in the hospital. You know, I got stitches and all that stuff. And I was talking about that and I dropped my punchline. All of a sudden I hear, Joke thief. I'm like, What? I mean, she's like, You're a joke thief. I'm like, Oh, what do you, oh, who? And I look and there's this really hot chick with this huge goon. She was sitting on his lap. And I'm like, what are you talking about, lady? She goes, that's not your joke. That's Joe Rogan's joke. You didn't write that. You fucking stole it from him. I go, no, uh, Joe Rogan's my friend. He doesn't have that joke. No, it's his fucking joke. I just heard him do it. You're a fucking joke thief. I go, well, how about this? How about I call Joe
0: and he'll tell (laughs) you
1: it's not his joke. She goes, good, do it. But you won't because you're a fucking joke thief. I'm like, and I'm on stage, man.
2: Oh, please let this have a good ending. (laughs)
1: so uh so i'm like okay i'm gonna call him but we gotta make a deal if he says it's his joke i'll quit comedy (laughs) now if he says it's not his joke you have to come up here and let this guy in the front row lick your tits (laughs) Ah, nice and she's like okay but you're not gonna make a call because you're a fucking joke thief so i called joe and uh usually joe will get back to me the next day or something like that but I'm like, oh man, he's not going to answer the phone. So I call him, I leave a message, and I'm like, Joe, this is Tripoli. Dude, I need you to call me right now. I'm on stage. Call me. And I hang up. I'm like, ah, oh, he didn't answer. And she's like, of course he didn't answer because you're a fucking joke thief. I go, it's like Friday night, lady. He's probably doing something. Then all of a sudden my phone rings. Act of God. I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, that's awesome. It's fucking Rogan. Nice. And I'm like, but then you have
2: at and it drops in the you. of the
1: I'm like Rogan, what's up? He's like, what's up, Tripoli? What the fuck are you doing? I go, I'm doing standup. He goes, you're on stage right now. I'm like, yeah. I go, do you do a joke about getting your ass kicked by your girlfriend? Well, you know, Joe, he doesn't get his ass kicked by anybody, so it's not happening. He's like, no, I don't. I'm like, okay, you need to tell this guy this story. So, um, and I tell him that you know this girl accused me of stealing his joke. So I bring this guy on stage. It's like I, I'm like, confirm it's Rogan, and then repeat what he says. Oh, it's Rogan. It's Joe Rogan. It's Joe Rogan. Uh, no, he doesn't do a joke like that. He's never done a joke like that. And uh, Sam Tripley doesn't have to steal a joke because he's a funny motherfucker. Fuck you, bitch. And the whole place just goes, oh,
2: ah, man. <laughs> Did you record this? Do you have a red band?
1: No, I, I think one guy recorded it. I've always asked him, dude, it was.
0: It's lost in the ego sphere.
1: So the whole place goes nuts. I can't follow that. So I just, I'm like, Hey Rogan, thank you so much. I got to take care of some business. I hang up. I go, okay, it's time to pay the toll to the troll. Come up and let this guy (laughs) lick your tits. And she's like, no, I ain't going to fucking do it. And the whole place boos her. Right. So I'm like, Oh, I can't, I tried one joke. I can't follow that. It's the greatest heckle kill of all time. So I'm like, okay, it's great. Thank you guys so much standing. Oh, I'm not lying to you. Every chick in the place runs up to this chick and starts fucking laying into her. You're a fucking bitch. You shouldn't have fucking done that. You made a deal. You should have gone up there and let him lick your tits. This You're is bum beautiful. Bum. Wow. Fuck it. All of a sudden, I see this chick and her goon boyfriend running out of the bar because they're getting chased out by chicks.
2: That is awesome. God, I wish you had that on video. What club
0: was
1: this? It was a bar uh, called... Uh, What was the name of the bar? I can't remember. Los Angeles? No, it was in Phoenix. Phoenix. He was in Hollywood. I was in Phoenix. This chick got bitch slapped in the (laughs) 602 from the 323.
0: That is beautiful. Isn't it crazy you can do that today? Dude, that's a, that's what be, that would have been such a great YouTube video. I know, see, that's why these, these that.
2: clubs, if they were smart, they'd be like, look, we're always going to record you. If something fucking crazy happens, uh, you know, we're going to put it on our YouTube page. Yeah, you know? I mean, <laughs> or no, we,
0: we don't, I don't like hecklers. I really wish every show was just fun and everybody had a good time. But goddamn, interacting with those fucking retards sometimes makes for some fun shit. Oh, fuck yeah. You know? Have you ever thought about why they heckle? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons. For sure, they're all fucked up in the head. No one no one heckles it's a cool person. It's not what you would do. I think you girls know?
1: heckle because they're either attracted to you or they, they're they mad at someone else's the center of attention.
0: There could be that, or you could be offensive to them and they feel like they, they have the need to shut you up or they, they can you know, stop you. I've I've had that I've experienced that before where I felt like uh like what I was saying like a girl didn't agree with what I was saying and she just was not gonna hear it and she couldn't hear it and she had to yell shit out. I've had that happen before. You know, where they just you could tell they just can't take it. It's just like yeah. you know, they're just too much a control freak or something. But you know, I mean the bottom line is I've seen a lot of things that I didn't enjoy. You know, but I just left, you know? That's the whole thing. It's like Man, I hate
1: yeah. comment cards.
0: Yeah At man. clubs, well, nothing cl- wrong with that, man. You know, you want to know that you know a bunch of people thought the guy sucked, you know, if people pay comment
2: cards are just like mailing lists, you know. They that's pretty much the club trying to get your information to advertise for you.
0: It is, but it's also to get feedback. They re- they re- they read the feedback, man. I think there's some good things to it because if a bunch of people got turned off to a show, You know, they should know. I mean, look, you got to find your own fucking audience, man. And until people knew what I did, there was a lot of shows that I did where a lot of people got offended. You know, people that came to see, like, the Fear Factor guy or, you know, some guy from television that they thought was, you know, cute. And I'm talking about all kinds of crazy shit that they don't they don't necessarily want to hear about it. Yeah. You know, so I I totally understand the whole feedback system, man. You know, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. I'm a yop elite. I get it. Dude, the best thing about the Internet is all the criticism that you get. It seems like it it isn't. It seems like it's not, but it is. Because some of it is good. Some of it is very constructive, even if they're douchey about it. It's like, think about how you would criticize something anonymously. If you were totally anonymous and you weren't a performer, you know, and you saw something like it, fucking suck donkey dicks. This guy blows. He's got this ridiculous uh, outlook on life. It's not well thought out at all. I don't want to hear him making his dumb points. You know, that's what you'd say if you were totally anonymous. And that's what they're going to say too. But guess what, man? That's their real reaction to you. And it may be valid and it may not be. They might, might be just fucking idiots who look for negative shit in everything and they can't look at anything in a positive way and they could be jealous and they could have all sorts of other issues where they don't like other men having success or anybody having success because they're unhappy that's possible too but it's also possible they got some good points, man. You know, I think it's real hard for us as as comedians, performers, to totally objectively look at your shit. You know, sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to edit your material or edit your writing, or you don't want to like go back on it and improve it again and improve it again and try to figure out like what's wrong with it. You know, sometimes you get, you get lazy. But people, all that shit on on YouTube comments and message board comments, that's all good for you, man. I really believe that. I believe I, uh... it's the best thing for your psyche to be able to to. To really like see things objectively. Yeah. I,
1: I, the biggest thing I get on YouTube is that that drives me crazy is when people call me racist. I just can't stand it because I'm really not <sighs> you just, at all. you just can't
2: can't th- even yeah. read that shit. Yeah. Like you can't read anybody on the on, on the internet because ninety percent of them are people that it might be just somebody you know fucking with you. It might yeah, just be a you like, know
1: it's, but it's like that it's does so
0: happen interesting. A lot. We've uh, had a friend, let me tell this before yeah. you go. we had a friend who uh, broke up with a girl and she got on every one of his uh YouTube um, videos and would write nasty fucking comments about them. She created like a whole profile just to fuck with them. Yeah, and that's what usually what this is. It's date, usually
2: man. or it's just one obsessed person that's making multiple accounts to make it seem like there's all these people wow, like fucking dude. That you happens could a be lot a too. lot of people that think you suck too. Well, well, not a, no, 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 no. I'm saying we know somebody too. that does yes, that. Yes. You know, it that, does <laughs> happen
0: occasionally, but I, I think that's not really worth looking at i think you know you look at like what's the tone what are they saying are they just being retarded yeah you know? i'm are they just you being, on that one is it valid you right. know there's something to it
1: yeah i, I like it because like, it does, i'll leave it i'll leave like if he has a valid point i'll right. leave the comment if it's just some yes.
0: stupid ass makes no sense some of right. them just want attention too they yeah. just want attention they it's just want someone to react to that
2: 15 year olds on their computer did you, you know, watch the that documentary with carlos mencia Dude, I showed it to you, son. No, I'm Sam. The have you seen clip. it? I haven't seen it yet. You gotta see the clip. You, you gotta you to see this clip. Uh, no, actually,
0: I, I don't. Here, I'll tell uh, you exactly what it is on YouTube. We we heard about this. Um, they, they did a documentary called "I Am Comic," and in the "I Am Comic" documentary, they talked to Mencia, where he just it's just right. Just YouTube. Look for YouTube. Carlos Mencia admits to stealing. He's just I mean, so he doesn't just, just admit it, but he explains what everyone's always accused him of. I mean, he he actually, actually like he actually like. J- tries to justify it by saying that it's like sampling
2: i actually wouldn't care about this at all no i'm so over but, overt- so but after you showed it to me it really was amazing it was way more than i could ever imagine he would ever do
0: yeah i would have thought that it would have been some sort of thinly veiled joke or that you know he would you know, sort of like come up with some sort of a, you know, justification, you know, people are jealous or something, and, or just half-ass it, but this is like, he just flat out admits it, man. Well, yeah, you know, listen, whole, Just listen to it. Listen right, to check
2: it. check this... Uh, hold on, let me turn down all these volume mics You're going to freak
0: out, because it's just so weird. Yeah, I, I
2: was kind of actually starting to feel really bad for him lately, because his Twitter has been really depressing and stuff, but <laughs> this... This is scary. You
0: felt bad for him after the, the Marin podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was hard for him, I'm sure. When Steve Trevino and Barsena and, yeah. you know, and all those guys got up.
2: I, start, I actually said on my Twitter that, you know, if you ever want to get ice cream, I'm here for you. <laughs> you did say <send> that <laughs> yeah. to him. And I told you, dude, he's going to fucking poison your ice cream. All right, are you right, kidding so me? You're here, like the one
0: guy who ruined his life. Here's, here's right, the here clip. I really get last wrong out of it. A lot of people out there are going to ask, why did they interview Carl?
1: Carlos is a joke thief, Carlos steals jokes, and we know this, and listen to me, and look at me when I tell you this, with all honesty, if you think that I steal jokes, fuck yeah, you're right. Where's that fucking steel jokes? Are you out of your fucking mind? When I come to a comedy club, you better run, bitch. You better get the fuck off stage. Because if anything you say is even remotely funny, I'm going to make it mine. And all I'm going to do is say Mexican in the front. I'm like a rapper. I just sample shit and make it my own. Was that really my song? I don't know. But
0: it sounds like mine. But it kind of sounds like somebody else's. It's a hit, bitch. Crazy, dude. Wow. That's, that's almost like watching a man implode. You know, there's, so, there's something about seeing that because what he's trying to do is make it look like, you know, like he's a badass and he doesn't give a fuck. Sort of like, you know, like I, I rob people like a rapper would say it.
2: But I think it was the only thing he could do. I think he needs to do this. I think he needs yeah. to finally come clean with it because that's the only way, unless he wants to live the next 30 years being the joke, like, oh, watch out for that guy. You know, I think he just had to do this.
0: I had a problem. He's, with trying he's trying to justify it. He's trying to justify it. I mean, he's trying to f- actually figure out a way where it could be okay. Did
1: you notice how he kept saying, you know, I have this amazing memory, I have this amazing memory, yeah. and then they're like, well, w- when you did this, this one time at the comic club, uh, I, I di- can't remember that, I can't remember that.
0: You know, Well, it- how about the dude doesn't have anything written down? How crazy is that? As a comic, let me tell you something, man, there's, there's a bunch of parts to being a comic, like... You you know this. But stand-up comedy is not just your ideas. It's how you, you get those ideas out. And that needs honing. And you'll take these ideas. You'll have an idea for a bit or an idea for something. I write everything out. I write out what I think about something. I write out what I think about a subject just so I know like what my real thoughts and points are. And then once I do that, then I start dissecting it. Okay, what's funny about this? Well, let me get to the meat of this. I, I know what I feel about this. Now let me get to the meat of this. Now let me get on stage. Now let me figure out what's the best way to do this. Am I going to introduce you know, this part of the idea first? Am I going to go right into the punchline right away so it's totally unexpected, like, right to the meat of the, the joke, and then, you know, like, build on to the, the thing. Once I've already told them what's happening, build on to it afterwards and make it just more ridiculous. Like, how am I going to approach this? Like, there's a, there's a lot of craft to it, man. You know, and a lot of that inv- involves writing shit. I mean, you can co- sort of remember it. You know, I've gone through periods of time where I had a bunch of bits that um, they just sort of came up on stage, you know, like they were attached to other bits, and then they branched out and became bits of their own, but I never actually wrote them down. I just knew how to do them from doing them on stage. But for the most part, man, to create, to really give something some time and some consideration, you gotta sit in front of a fucking piece of paper and think. You know, you gotta write. And if you're doing stand up and you're not writing, Man, I got to know, I got to think that you're just, how is it, How are those even really truly your opinions? I mean, your opinions are like all conglomerated with yeah. all the people around you. You don't know what your the fuck your a, opinion is until it's you by yourself. Your
1: act is alive. It's, a, it's, yes. you know, it's constantly evolving.
0: Dude, I always say that. I always say that it's almost like, a, I mean, it's very pretentious sounding, but I say it's almost like a living, breathing philosophy. But I don't want to say philosophy because that sounds really kind of so fucking yoga e and fool yourself. <laughs> you know, it's not, not, a, not that it's a philosophy, but it's a, a way of looking at life. It's like, this is my way of looking at this particular situation that's going on in this particular time. And then once it's recorded, it's like frozen. And then it becomes like you know, part of, you know, who, who your life was, you know? I mean, that's, but that's really what it is, right? It's
1: everything you... I do. I try to turn to a joke at some point. And that's... don't
0: do you, how much time do you spend actually sitting in front of pieces of paper or computer writing?
1: Well, here I do a little different, man. I mean, I'll, I'll sit down and write, but I, I feel like I have to flow on stage, get right. it going. I'll, I'll write it down. But literally, man, I talk to myself all day and I just work a bit oh, and work a bit and like I'm driving, I'll be, okay, here, this is it. Okay, tag, 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 nice. cut down. And I don't want to work it too much. I just want to get on stage one time. Yeah, just getting if on I work stage it too, is
0: the natural part, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then just flow and see where it goes and just try to talk through
0: it. Isn't it funny how you got an idea and you write it out and you think that you're going to say it one way, but then when you're on stage, the moment just tells you to say it a little different. And that little difference, bam, could make this fucking huge reaction Word, just a word can
1: tweak a bit, man. Or a
0: pause, or just just setting it up correctly. You know, there's such a craft to it, man. It's just something that you're always fucking with. You know, it's so satisfying. But for a lot of people, it's so stressful. You know, I know a lot of dudes that uh, eventually they want to get out. They want to do TV shows and shit like that because just doing the stand-up all the time, just relying only on the stand-up, it's just such a fucking wild ride, you know. Yeah, it is. The way like Louis CK does it, man, he does it crazy, bro. He does a new special every year and then throws out all his material and starts fresh. Whew, that's strong, man. That's I just strong. Want it. That's a strong work ethic right there, man. You gotta put in some serious work, you know? That's a that's that's pretty impressive, man. That's a dude who's dedicated to comedy. You know? Do you
1: find yourself always being able to come up with something man sometimes i'll go like a month without writing anything i like and i'm like
0: ah yeah i start
1: going nuts i'm like dude
0: you know what fixes that weed <laughs> weed fixes the shit out of that you don't smoke weed though
1: i'm not i quit pretty you much you drink yeah. you drink though you know right what? No, no, I don't you stop drink it all doing that too.
0: you should if you look at when did you stop drinking again
1: about uh, like 2 months ago Sam so Tripoli, what's your addiction right
0: after now? canada Shem am threw throwing them towels, son.
2: What's your addiction right now? What, what what addiction do you got going on right now?
0: Any?
1: Well, you, I mean, like uh, smelling drinking your finger. And um. this is
0: this is the way I think you should look at pot when it comes to comedy. Pot is like a turbocharger for your imagination. Ideas that you have normally they'll become much more expressive. They go down different alleys. It's an enhancer for your mind. People don't appreciate how much of an enhancer it is because it's associated with silliness. It's associated with losers who just want to sit on the couch and eat munchies. And, you know, it's it's associated with a bunch of dumb, lazy shit. But the reality is that the effect of marijuana is fucking magical. There's so much to it. There's so much creatively that happens to you when you're writing and you get high. These ideas just come flowing 300, 400% better than when you're sober. And but people that don't a fine recognize line that.
1: I know, you gotta watch. You because... gotta
0: treat it as an entheogen. Treat it as something that's helping to enlighten you. Treat it as something that you're gonna use as a tool. If you just wanna get fucked up and party, yeah, that's the fine line because if you're a guy who doesn't have the best self control, and that's what most comics are, most of us are fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, The we're reason not. why we do comedy in the first place is because we really couldn't do anything else. Otherwise, we would have done something else. Because at the beginning, it's so fucking hard. And no one thinks they're going to make it. You literally have to have almost no options.
1: Well, And the guys who do have options tend to go to those options. You yes, exactly.
0: And even if, but even if you do have those options, man, I mean, it's like you, you, a, a comic is going to blow shit off. There's just no way around that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the only way we got to be where we're at. You, you have to be fucking... We're just least,
1: above rapper.
0: Yeah, you got to be at least fucked up.
1: Well, Porn stars are like rappers. I mean, they'll... They're so hard to wrangle, bro. You got to just concept. What the fuck
0: was my original thought?
1: Your thought is smoking weed enhances oh. everything.
0: Especially music. Exactly. Well, what, I, what, I, what I think you should do is just, if you want to try it at all, if you want to do it at all, treat it as if you're going to go through an experience. Don't treat it as if you're going to get fucked up and party. That's how I do it. When I write, I treat it as if I'm, I'm ready to, I'm going to experience something. I'm going to go deeper into my mind. I don't say, oh, I'm just going to get fucked up and I'm going to do some writing, man. No, I say, all right, I'm getting ready to write here. I got these ideas. Now I'm going to, you know, get in touch with the spirit world. Yeah, man. Just think of it as a fucking tool. Dude, if it didn't exist, okay, and if it wasn't illegal and it didn't have all these things attached to it, you would think that shit is magic. It makes fucking way better. It makes food taste better. It makes you nicer. And it makes you way funnier, way more creative, way more honest. Like your shit resonates more when you're high.
1: I don't, I don't think I can perform high, dude. My head just You
0: could stinging. try. I, I think some try. people are
2: just, they're wired different. Because I, I yes. understand being too stoned, being on stage. Because oh, I don't think when uh, when I'm stoned, I think about something and I obsess about something and like ideas and stuff. But I can't actually like, my, like my, uh, my...
0: Okay, I know what you're saying. But the reason why you don't think that going on stage stoned would be fun is because going on stage is not a comfortable part of your everyday life. It's yeah. like, you know how you can sit and edit stoned? You know, and you get high, and then it makes you more creative, and it's more fun.
2: Well, I don't like talking to people usually when I'm stoned. Like, if I if right. I get stoned and talk to my mom, it's going to be worse than if I
0: was. Not, I not, know, you know what you mean totally, but for me, what it is is just an experience thing. It's just like you got to get comfortable with the experience. And when you've been doing comedy for like I've been doing it 22 years almost. Damn. Yeah, it'll be 22 years in August. That's, That's a awesome. long ass time, man. When you're doing it for that long, it really does become just like another thing you do in life. It doesn't doesn't freak you out. So when you get high, it's like. You just whoo, tune into that thing better. It's like you can just fucking connect to it better. Now, you know? Joe,
1: when did you start smoking weed? Because I, I think when I first met you, you weren't a weed smoker.
0: No, not at all. As a matter of fact, I thought it was for losers.
1: And what what, what made that change?
0: I, start, I tried it. Um, you know, Eddie Bravo was the dude who turned me on to it because Eddie and I were, we met at jujitsu and we were going out to lunch and we were talking about some shit and he's a smart dude. I was like, we, we had like really similar philosophies on a lot of different things on, you know, we, on politics and on the way the world works and like how strange everything is like a very curious, you know, very similar point of view to mine. But he would talk about getting high all the time and doing, you know, and making his music and shit. And I was like, "How the fuck is that good for you, man?" I was like, "Pot just makes you fucking lazy." Like that's what I thought. And he's like, "No, no, no. That's all propaganda. It's all if you don't know what you're doing, if you smoke the wrong kind of weed, if you smoke too much, if you do it when you're drunk. You know, you associate all these negative things with it. Just try it." So I said, "All right, fuck it. Come on, let's try it." And from that day, from that day getting high, I I realized I'm like, "Whoa, this is crazy." Here is this. There's a plant that gives you. A, an altered state of consciousness that actually makes things seem more you're more sensitive to things and it makes you more aware it feels like some weird like uh, intelligence enhancer it feels like it makes you i mean it makes you dopey in the fact that sometimes you get so obsessed with one idea you can't like multitask at the same time right. so if you get how to fucking you know what how to spell someone's name in your phone or if, you, you know you can get some weird shit you forget what you were talking about because there's just so much going on it's such a flood and it's just The the key to the experience to using it is to learning how to relax and learning how to get rid of all the shit that makes you paranoid. Because when dudes get paranoid, when you freak out about shit, you should be freaking out about that. Whatever the fuck it is you're freaking out about when when you get high, that is something that you've put in the back of your head and you're avoiding and it's an issue that you need to resolve. And once you do resolve those issues, once you don't have anything fucking with your head, once you like come to terms with who you are in this life, and and try to you know put put out good energy, and you feel comfortable with it, then you can ride that bitch. Then when you get high, you can fucking tune into it all, so you can get really high and not be paranoid. And instead of being paranoid, you learn how to like let go and tune into some sort of a a, a higher state of truth than what you're normally able to experience. You can see things in a in a and a perspective that doesn't seem to be available to you in the sober state. As much as you meditate, as much as you try to release, even if I'm in an isolation tank, there's something about, there's a connection that plant gives you to something else, you know? And I think we just, we have it categorized as something that's like silly. And we have it categorized as something, you know, man, we fucking smoked weed and we watched this movie. It was awesome, which is totally true too. You can do that, especially if you smoke like couch weed, But you can also smoke weed and and figure out the universe. I mean, Carl Sagan used to smoke weed every day. Yeah, I think that's
1: why it is. I think the propaganda that went along with the people who didn't want you thinking like that, you know, to a point with Reefer Madness and all that stuff. It's like when you get high or you do shrooms and all that stuff, you start seeing things
0: differently. Yeah, and, you know, people will go, fucking Rogan and his bullshit pot propaganda. Like, what are you talking about, bro? You're getting brain damaged. You're fucking... You're losing your mind. You know, the people who say that, all of them don't smoke weed. The dudes who are smoking weed, they don't give a fuck. They're like do the whatever same you kind of people do.
2: that bash iPhones because they don't have iPhones. 10 or
0: 10. Apple. Somebody put a thread up on the underground the other day. Uh, Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler, the, the fighter, <sighs> said, why should I, uh, tell me why I should buy a Mac. And, you know, people are like, you, uh, if you're gay, you should take <laughs> it if you're gay. <laughs> it's all these dudes, like, get fucking upset at Macs. You know? It's so weird. There's so many retards out there, bro. There's so many retards. And all of them just need, they needed to be raised better. All of them. All of them were raised by other retards. And it's just a cycle.
1: We got to thin the herd.
0: Don't, we, you know what we got to do? We got to figure out a way to fucking make people like develop and grow and evolve and catch the fuck up. Because these dumbasses having kids, these people that are just, their life is a fucking holy wreck and their relationships are filled with fucking yelling and screaming and chaos and all sorts of dysfunctional bullshit and drugs and alcoholism and and hate and anger. These kids grow up in that and then they're fucked. You know, they grow up in that, they they get poor programming when they're young so they never figure out how to really see the world in a healthy and loving way. You know, they're always needy, they're always angry, they're always negative. Like that's how they're fucking programmed. And they're gonna program kids just like them, unless something snaps them out of it. Whether they, you know, get addicted to meditation and become a monk, or get into martial arts, or you know, uh, learn learn how to do a fucking sport where you can get out of wherever the fuck you're out, you're at, and you know, and, and and figure things out for yourself. But you need to like really fucking rethink your whole world when you're raised like that. For most people, that's so fucking hard.
1: Yeah, the middle of nowhere. I think people are just like they're just slowly dying. It's just like to, to go out there and learn about all this stuff takes effort. And I just so feel much like effort. Some people don't want to do that. They don't.
0: It's t- they're too lazy, and, and they want like you to think the way, the way they're thinking. Why are you getting the Mac, you faggot? They want you to think the way they're thinking. That's what they want. That's what being a right wing person is all about. That's what you know. People who are nationalism or internationalism. That's what it's all about. It's all about you thinking like we're all a part of this one thing. Think like me the fuck just stop stop with your this is a christian nation who was built on christian values
1: yeah it's so and and when one of their idols crashes and burns instead of being like well maybe we don't have we don't see it right they're like oh fuck him get rid of him and new guy pops up
0: anybody saying? saying they see it right is crazy anybody you can't we have to talk this fucking thing out You can't say you have the answers. There's too many questions. It's impossible. It's too tricky. You never have crossed over and come back. You know, most of them have never even had alternate experiences, like psychedelic experiences that they can add to their model of the world. You know, there's altered states that could be achieved by fucking plants on this that are growing here on this planet. Now, if there really was a god, do you think he would just leave things like that there? I mean, if God, if there was a really it was a God and he had a plan, if you think that, then you really should believe in psychedelics because they're there for a fucking reason. God's not just going to put some shit that makes you have these beautiful, loving, positive, incredibly mind expanding experiences. What, that's just a dumb coincidence. You know, that's just a dumb coincidence that that grows on cow shit. Like if okay. you're religious, you should be into psychedelic experiences. And if you were into psychedelic experiences, the first thing you're going to say is no one knows. You can't know. There's no fucking way. There's no answers. We all have to try to figure out what's the best model of behavior for this life. What's the best way we can get by with the most positive energy? Because we don't know what the fuck do happens. Do you believe when in karma? Do. Yes. It's real. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I do.
1: I totally believe in it. It's maybe it's totally not real. instantaneous. It could be like, it might not happen today, tomorrow, a year from now, but it
0: will come back. Yes. Here's my take on karma. I don't even think, I think even the way we think of karma, we think of it selfishly. That we think, you know, I don't want to do bad things because I want, you know, good things to come back to me. So I'm going to do good things so that good things come back to me. You know, we I mean, even the term karma, like the way people use it, oh, that's karma. See what happened to him? Karma. It's almost like self-justifying. You know, I think the way to look at it is that you, and this is all shit that I, like, decided on after I had DMT trips is that I think all the energy that you put out, is so, it's sort of your choice. It's sort of your choice to be positive. And when, when you're positive, positive will re- resonate more positive. It's you put yourself in a, in a group of people. You put yourself in a, you know, a, a, a think group you know that are all like that. When you're positive and you're like a friendly loving person, you're going to naturally have that kind of behavior from your friends. You're going to they're going to feel like they can be that way with you and that's going to ripple out. And so all the people that are going to be in your circle after a while are all going to be like loving, positive, cool people. And that's possible, man. We can all do that. We literally can all do that. It's just hard to do. You know, it's hard it's hard to find cool people. It's hard to find, you know, people that you can you know, you can open up with and you be cool with and you, you know, get to a point in your life where you, you know, can, can like, you want them to be successful. You want them to be happy. You want great things for them, like literally want that for them as much as you would want it for you. You know, instead of thinking of karma as like, you know, you do good things. So do good things come back to you. It's more to me, like your energy, we're all energy. And when you, you resonate positive energy and when you push forth positive energy, it's fucking hippie and crystals and, you know, and, and yoga beads as that sounds. I really think that shit is is how the universe works. I think if you're a negative cunt, negative fucked up shit's going to happen to you. 100%. It's supposed to. You know, and I think a lot of the times when we have negative cunts in our life, you know, it's like... It's almost like we, our life is a mathematical problem, and some things will come up in your life, male, female, whatever, job, you know, boss, whatever the fuck it is. There's things that come up in your life that are absolutely negative, and it's your job to figure out how the fuck to get past this part of the game. It's that simple. I agree. You, you don't just say, you know, oh, my fucking job sucks. Not, my boss is a douche, so I'm getting fucking ulcers because my boss is fucking always on my ass. I'm always nervous. No, that's a. This is an intelligence test. Okay, you've you've reached a problem. Yeah, it might be very difficult to solve this problem. You might have children. You might have you know obligations that you have to think. So this problem might take you a couple years to solve. But it's your fucking job to solve this problem, douchebag. It's not your job to go to the doctor and take a fucking pill yep. you know, that makes you loopy, and then you do co- cocaine one night and shoot up a fucking movie theater. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, get your shit together, son. Get get your fucking shit together. This life is a test it's all like little things that you come across in your life you're going to fail you're going to have mistakes but that's all good that's what they're supposed to be there for
1: everything's energy man
0: yeah i mean it sounds totally ridiculous tubes and tunnels Uh, that's what i
1: believe man i believe it's all what's tubes and
0: tunnels
2: Uh, it's just you know everything like tron yeah Tron. Do you guys see toy up? you see toy story 3d not yet uh was dope i loved it i hear
1: it's awesome that
2: is probably the best movie ever to get as stoned as closest to like i'm having a heart attack get that stoned go see toy story 3 it's really? fucking crazy i just i don't you might not like i it, love I
0: animated movies really yeah. well like I up do too. did you like up dude it was better than up and that's really?
2: that's saying a lot because i love fucking.
0: how up. great was up when you're baked Dude, how,
2: you're going to love this. It's I saw just The crazy.
0: Incredibles High. It was so good. Yeah, It was magical. Avatar High is the best movie in, in the world.
2: Uh, you know what? I, 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 I'm I waiting for it to, to uh, come out on Blu-ray, like a better Blu-ray version. So I haven't better seen Blu-ray?
0: It. Yeah, because they... You I, haven't I think, seen
2: it? No, I've, on seen on it. Right I've seen it. I've seen it, right? I've seen it, but no, they released a stripped-down Blu-ray, and then they're going to release like an extended version Blu-ray like in a couple months, and so I'm like waiting. I'm not going to just go buy this Look bullshit. at you,
0: frugal shopper.
2: Well, I don't want to buy three versions of Avatar. You what do you don't think about
1: him it. not winning the Oscar? Well,
0: who gives a fuck, man? Really, these are goofy jokes. the The, the idea that you 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 fucking you have awards that you give to art. Who who the fuck is who to say who what is good? There's shit that people like that I hate. You know, there's women that thought Sex and the City two is the greatest movie in the history of the world. You know, would I have liked it? Probably not. Did you watch you
2: Kimmel know? last night? No, dude. They ran out of power and they brought Oh, that's
0: what was going on. They
2: they brought All right. So anyways, I think I looked at it and I'm like that's completely the marketing, you know, that's completely like a good idea to advertise the Green Hornet trailer right. that they premiered and stuff like that because they it was weird because they was like we don't have power for the cameras, but yet then they're in a room where the TVs are on and the lights are all on. I'm like well, I mean, what's a what kind of camera do, does it not just plug into a wall? I guess not, right? Well,
0: we could find out. We could find out. But or not. I, it was genius, we didn't anyways. Talk to it was genius. Don Barris anyways. will tell us.
2: Yeah, Don was on it last night. He was yeah. taking the laptop and showing, like, hey, Don. Well, they're
0: calling Don Barris right now. Do not release this information. Do not.
2: But what's weird is that that uh, I bet that got so much ratings because of that. You know that little gimmick and stuff like that. It, it the whole show was like watching this UStream on TV. And it's brilliant because what if it was got it to Ustream? the stream?
0: What was it? What if, was the, yeah. He was
2: doing it in Photo Booth or whatever the the Mac uh, basic Mac program that comes with it. Photo Booth. Oh, okay, but, it's
0: totally a scam. Ha, but it but, has to be a scam. I don't know
2: because half of you wants to go. No, this I could see this actually well, happening. Yeah, really what if doing they pull it on, on
1: television?
2: Now? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the whole episode was filmed like with a shitty webcam. You know, on his MacBook, and it, I'm like, wait, what if that becomes popular? We start going backwards with our HD TVs. We're now watching UStream shitty videos.
0: <laughs> you know what? I didn't mind it. I mean, I only watched it oh, for yeah, a couple minutes. The but sound it, is what got me. It was on when I was uh, I was watching a fight, and I shut it off, and I was getting ready to go to bed. And when I shut the fight off, the regular TV came on. The fight was on the DVR. Right. And then it was on, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" But it made me tune in because I was like, "Yeah, yeah." exactly
1: it, it worked it worked how often going do you going actually backwards. watch
0: <laughs> how often do you actually watch talk shows do you watch talk shows not that much no i TiVo. i like wait for the youtube clips because if like letterman says something really hilarious it's going to be in a youtube clip yeah. i mean i don't have an hour and a half i
2: TiVo them all and then if somebody says hey did you watch leno or whatever and i'm like "Oh, I'll watch that then right
1: i gig a lot at that time too because i go up late
0: yeah yeah you whatever know what's
1: go- weird
2: is being friends with all you comics because all of you like it, can't do anything except go to comedy clubs every night. Like, yeah. You pretty much write off your life at a comedy club every single night. Because nope. like, like, I was going through some tough times recently. I'm like, hey, who can I call? No, I don't want to see your show. I've already seen it. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, no, I don't want to go see your show. I, and it's like, like, you guys never stop. Like, hey, come to my show. Come to my show. It never stops.
1: <laughs> I don't do
2: that. Like well, you. maybe
0: you're just an awesome audience member and yeah, people want to hang out with you. you. Yeah. Bring your camera, Brian. Well, no. The, <laughs> what the real problem is, Brian, is that they have to go up. I know. That's know? That's so crazy. that's the only way you can hang out.
2: How do you, how do you guys devote so much of your life though to? Because like I'm not talking like
0: it. every night, especially weekends. You have to work, man. I mean, if you want to be a comic, you got to work. That's, yeah, that's the only way it own works. Own business, yeah, you you're a writer, you're a producer, you're the director. You know, if you're putting out a shit product, it directly affect. You know, reflects on you. Right. You got to be careful. You got to work at it. You know, and stand up comedy, man. If I take a couple of weeks off, I feel rusty. I've been doing it 22 fucking years And I take a couple weeks off and I'm like Ooh, I'm a little rusty here Mm, I'm not feeling this right there Yeah,
1: I was was in Australia Even though I was gigging out there And I came back and I did a store set And I got heckled right out the gate And it went bad fast, dude It was like Those store
0: heckles are dark, bro there's something about heckling in the store that leads much quicker to violence and anger and like real tension. I've never had people throw shit at me, but I've had two people throw things at me at the store.
1: Yeah, it's so weird, man. And the the uh, bouncers are all emo fucks. Yeah, <laughs> look, they're like all they're comics. keyboardists and fucking you know death cab for cutie or something like. Yeah, that. If there's
0: some <laughs> big fuck in the in the the, the uh, original room and he's yelling at somebody, like remember when um, Holtzman got knocked out?
1: Uh, didn't Remember have that Martin to do Lawrence's with, yeah.
0: bodyguard knocked out Holtzman. Yeah, Martin Lawrence was fucked up in the audience was <laughs> Zachary Holtzman. I don't know if he was fucked up. I might have added that part to it. But, but anyway, that was a
1: big night for him though. Like ICM was down. All the people from ICM had come down to see him
0: to see Holtzman. Yeah, so they saw him get knocked out.
1: They saw all the craziness.
0: Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Martin Holy Lawrence shit. might
1: have
2: just changed his whole career path. Like, no, you're not going to become a movie star. Bam. You're yeah, gonna
1: without
0: out. doubt. <laughs> what, changed Holtzman's career path?
2: Well, I mean, what if those guys were like, dude, we love this comic. But Listen. instead they were like, he just got knocked out. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, P- Holtzman was a, the type of guy that would kill, kill comedians. He would kill us. But with a lot of people, they didn't see it as a goof. And they thought it was just he was just this really douchey, angry man. You yeah. didn't see how funny it was, the mean, fucked up shit that he was saying. with and that sometimes that character. you take it out of the
1: comedy store, yeah. it doesn't work. It
0: doesn't. It, the comedy store is such a dark, evil fucking place. For people that don't know, the comedy store used to be Ciro's Nightclub. And Bugsy Siegel ran that place in the 50s or the 40s, whatever the fuck it was. What was that? I think the 40s. 40s. Bugsy Siegel apparently had a bunch of people murdered yep. at can Yeah, see? Yeah, see? And apparently, you know, everybody that works there has these creepy fucking horror stories. You know, they all talk about ghosts and shit. But that said, almost everybody that works there is crazy and does drugs. Yes. So, you know, with a grain of salt, my friends you
1: know what I always found funny about ghosts, man, is like I don't know if you ever watch um paranormal or I watch any all of that stuff. Shows. You know, and they'll show up and they'll interview the person and they'll be like, you know, and then fire came out of the walls and blood was everywhere. And then they'll do like dead time. And it's like, did anyone see that curtain move?
0: Yeah, Dude. it's such bullshit. It's all night vision in a basement. What's that noise? That's every show. Yeah. Nobody ever gets the fucking editing. ghosts on video. Dude,
2: all you have to do is fucking go to a cemetery like midnight on Halloween and just go find somebody that's murdered wife or something like that and start making fun of her, you know, and what? just
0: like watch <laughs> nothing will happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> n- no ghost has ever killed anybody, man. You know. Now uh, do
1: you do you like I I was always thought that like ghosts maybe were like it's all energy, man, and maybe energy gets lost in some kind of well transfer
0: if you look at at you know our existence on this planet as it, we're in a frequency, you know, and this is i mean if you if, I don't understand how this works, but quantum physicists believe that there are eleven dimensions that's the current model of reality, eleven different dimensions, obviously, we can't tune in or see those eleven different dimensions. And if we, from what we know, like about like radio waves, think about like radio waves, think about how, you know, 97.1 is loud and clear. And all you have to do is turn that dial and you're on 107.9, totally different music, loud and clear. It's like there are frequencies, very specific frequencies. If that exists with something as intangible as radio waves, how do we not assume that that doesn't work with reality as well? Maybe, maybe you know, there's, maybe there's so many different things that are tuned in around us all the time. They're just On a frequency that we can't detect And it doesn't interact with this frequency But all this shit is going on together In one big, just fucking crazy cosmic soup You know, if that's the case Shit, anything's possible, man There could be ghosts There could be, I mean, what a ghost could be Is somehow or another the energy of the experience Of what happened to them when they got murdered Or something like that you know, because it's always like horror stories. Always. You know, it's yeah. not a, the guy had an awesome life and now he's a ghost. It's you know <laughs> someone got fucking brutally raped and murdered and then they they roamed that house. Maybe that experience, maybe the the spiritual you know horror and shock and terror is so powerful that it actually leaves like a, a like a you know when your monitor gets frozen on a screen and then it like stays on that image. There's like the ghost of that image in the background. Right. You know what I mean? Because it got just too much energy from that one position. It got locked into that one pattern. And so the the old, especially those old shitty screens, you would CRT. burn in. You you would burn in an image. Yep, it's very possible that an image of someone dying in an extremely horrible way is actually burned into the world. Mm-hmm. But that said, I think most of those people are completely fucking full of shit, and they're just dumb they're just in basements with fucking goggles on
1: why is it always gay guys and fat chicks that do that <laughs> shit you ever know it's, they're, it's they're the, the
0: same people that would be into like goth music it's, and the, shit. It's, the yeah. spring,
2: it's the springer breed it's the cheater breed it's all those shows it's the same breed you know that's a breed of human that, uh, well
0: always there's, gay there's always yeah. people that are looking for something mysterious you know that's why i love monster quest i got a little bit of that in myself that like getting into like fucking secret shit like dude you think Sasquatch is real I mean I've gone so far as like read I've re- probably read a dozen books on Sasquatch that's how stupid there's I there's no am. way it's real that's it might be but this is why it might be there's a there's an animal called Gigantopithecus that lived in Asia and that animal lived exactly where the same Asians who came across the Bering Strait and came to America and eventually became the Native Americans that they, they came from the same place so if this animal this big gigantic 8 foot tall biped primate that actually lived if that was in North America if it came across the Bering Strait with the people, who's to say it didn't? That could live in the Pacific Northwest. Like yeah, it could have seen there. it by now. No. We would have. No. Dude, some, let know, me tell you something. Do you know, let me tell you something from living in the mountains and from talking to people that live in the mountains. It's there's you so many the there's so many mountain lions, there's so many bear, there's so many fucking animals up there and you rarely see them. And the thing is when you do see them, you see live ones. You never find a dead one. It's very rare because the forest eats the fucking animals. And if you're in a place like the Pacific Northwest, if you fly over that area, it's so dense like you don't realize how vast the forest is until you fly over there it's basically a rainforest the pacific northwest is incredibly dense woods where nobody goes
1: how about Loch Ness I mean it's like that's it's... all
0: stupid who cares there's fucking killer whales in the ocean they're real they're super intelligent they speak in dialects they save people the only time they murder people is in captivity those are real things that are fascinating killer whales save people save people yeah no killer Wait, whales why, ever why, killed why, anybody why yet. do
2: you uh, don't Care about the or the Loch Ness monster? You just wrote that fish. off that quickly.
0: It's a fish, it doesn't do shit. So this this
2: this guy might just be a person, a tall guy that lives might in the woods. No. <laughs> if, it if, could be if, an Armenian. Exactly. I'm, I'm not totally sold
0: on Bigfoot. I'm not sold. I'm not saying I, that see I believe Loch Ness, that Bigfoot too. exists. Be, nah, just so I, I would say put him
2: on the exact same level of bullshit. You know, I just no. feel
0: like we would have found them by it's, now. It's possible that what the Loch Ness monster is, they think it might be a plesiosaur that somehow or another got landlocked, but there's not enough evidence. They've looked really hard. They've done sonar searches of the entire ocean floor or the entire lock floor. See, it's not like the woods in in you know in Oregon or something like that, where you really can't get in there. It's not like that. It's just one specific body of water, so they can do a pretty thorough job of looking inside 100%. for anything big that swims. And if there's a fucking thing that's been around for a long time, chances are there's a family of them. You'd spot a few of them, and they're not spotting shit. They don't find anything, man. Every time yeah. they get a blip, it's you know it's probably a fucking turtle farts or something like that. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't interest me because it doesn't do anything. The, the primate thing interests me because the, the idea that this thing could be super intelligent, just like chimps, and avoid people. You know, the, the Congo, okay? There's, there's an animal in the Congo that they've just recently discovered, like recently being, they, they confirmed it in the 1990s. It's called the, the Bondo ape or the Billy ape. And what this is is a gigantic chimpanzee. They're much bigger than regular chimpanzees. They're like six feet tall, and they stand upright, and they have gray hair. a lot of them have gray hair, and they fucking sleep on the ground like gorillas. They don't give a fuck, Nothing fucks with them. And there's two types of chimps that the, uh, the people that live in that, that part of the jungle, they, they call them. The regular ones are tree beaters and lion killers. There's tree beaters and lion killers. And these guys were recently in the Congo filming this fucking thing. This is a a bona fide, absolute real animal. They have DNA. They have photographs. They have video. They have bones. They have uh, fur samples. They have all these different things that show that it's some sort of a a new species of chimpanzee. Wow. And it's fucking living in the Congo. And they know where it is. They know where it is right now. But they didn't fucking know about this until, this wasn't confirmed until like the 90s. Like 94, I think, was when they all came to a consensus and said, hey, this is a real animal. We have a giant chimp that sleeps on the fucking ground. They have video of one eating a jaguar, okay? These fucking guys came upon it and it was eating a jaguar. They don't know if it killed a jaguar or not, but the locals say they do. But what the fuck, man? What the fuck? That's a real animal. That's a real animal that lives in the Congo. It's very possible that there could be some super high, high intelligence level primate that survived just with a couple hundred of them in a very small part of the woods and they have amazing hearing and amazing sense of smell and they just avoid humans because it's too difficult to get to them. So they stay tightly packed in. There's plenty of fucking food if they're vegetarians, which they probably are. Otherwise, they would be eating people. You know? Yeah. Sure, right? If they were predators at all, they would be eating people. And then we would hear crazy stories about them eating people. But everybody that sees them, nobody gets eaten in the middle of the night. Nobody gets their tent pulled apart. So most likely they're like gorillas. Gorillas are are, uh, vegetarians too. So they're probably just a big fucking vegetarian animal that lives in the woods. It doesn't mean that it exists, but it's fucking possible.
1: What was the uh, animal that they thought was the mermaid and you're like, how lonely were you when you thought that that this fucking beast was a woman? Oh, what was it? that? I for, I saw it in Australia. I can't remember the name of it. I don't even know. It's not a that.
0: manatee. No, it's no. not a manatee. What is it? God, God damn it! I don't know. Google Brian, no Google, Google that shit, son. I don't, I've never even heard this story I have, before. I would probably heard be this.
1: Yeah, it's it. it's uh there's an actual animal that they basically thought were mermaids. Like those guys are so desperate out there, they're looking for chicks wherever they can find it.
0: Dude, could you imagine? I mean, look, we live in Hollywood, and I'm willing to fuck a rubber pussy. Can you imagine how horny those dudes would be when they would be on boats for like six now months? The first
1: time you fucked a pussy, were you like, I don't know about that. A this. rubber
0: one, you mean? The, you mean the fleshlight? Yeah. No, no. I have no shame. I just stuck it on my dick and squirted inside it, and that was it. And I was like, wow, that was pretty good. It's good, dude. You, you bust a strong nut. It was Boom. a manatee. Strong. Is that a manatee? It is a manatee. Yeah.
1: I know. It was a different name, though. I'll find it out. Yeah, that's what I heard. No, it's a different name it's I'll, their, are You sure? Yeah, it's not a manatee
0: Sam Tripoli making shit up We caught him, ladies and gentlemen No
1: way, man <laughs> <laughs> Google yeah, well,
0: that shit Google is saying manatees What kind of balls did those guys have to have That lived in like fucking England and wanted to get on boats and go across the ocean Think about that shit, son Look at a map Look at where the fucking continents are And think about how fucking crazy it would have to be To take a boat, fill it up with enough food To hopefully make it to the other side that's what you had to do. You would have stuffed that bitch with food and rationed that shit off. And people would die because they didn't get enough vitamin C. They'd get fucking scurvy and they'd rot away. Yeah, it's
1: crazy, and right? And they'd just
0: throw them in the water, man. Did you hear
1: about the, uh, the uh, pirate cook? No. Did you read that? No. It was on the Huffington Post. One of the Somalian pirate cooks turned on all of his uh, crew and he gave all the hostages guns. Wow. Well, he's feeding them. Because, you know, they were getting abused. He was feeding them. And they started hearing the pirates talk about harvesting their organs. So he got them all, like, guns. And they, they attacked and killed all the pirates. Now, here's what's crazy is no country will accept this pirate. They won't accept him.
0: So this guy who ratted out his friends and gave them the guns, they won't accept him.
1: Well, you say ratted or saved some people, either one. Yeah,
0: well, he just decided it was too much. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't like them. Maybe they were douchebags. Maybe he's a douchebag too, bro. You know, and that they were just douchebags as well and they didn't get along. You know, it might not be a good guy, bad guy situation. Well, might he be did a...
1: save some people who were hostages.
0: Sure, he did. But maybe it's because he hated those other dudes. This motherfucker already gave me not enough money. This motherfucker showed them, I freak, when you come back for the food. I give you gun. I give you gun. You hide I like the gun. I'd like to have a Somali pirate living yeah. with me. You don't need a really? pit
1: bull or an alarm system. Yeah, but maybe he decides <laughs> to kill you and fuck
0: your girlfriend. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he duct tapes a pistol inside your mouth while he fucks your woman. How about yeah. that? That's, that's probably, some yeah. crazy shit. Dude, that guy's living wild, Private. son. He that pri- guy's a fucking pirate in Somalia. pisses all over
2: the seat, I bet. You know, never
1: flushes. He don't
0: give a fuck. You clean it. I know it clean. <laughs> you clean it.
1: And that's the whole thing Sam about...
0: Tripoli, clean my cock. <laughs> clean my You cook. think I fuck with you now? <laughs> Clean. You have to clean his dick. He, he pisses and he makes you clean his dick. <laughs> You'll be a cuckold. Have a, a Somali pilot way. in your house. That's like living with a wild man, bro. They're wild, bro. They don't have any future. You living in Somalia? Like what's the, what's the future? They don't give a fuck. They're ready to die. You know they don't give a fuck, dude. They're out jacking ships. They're getting on little rowboats with machine guns and rocket launchers, and they're climbing on board big giant ships and jacking everybody. They are fucking loaksters, man. Well, that's what
1: they say about uh, terrorists who blow themselves up. It's not really religion. It's more about they just have nothing going on. They're, there's this book called uh, "Why Do Beautiful People Have More Daughters." It's an it's about evolutionary psychology, and they talk about that. It's not really religion. It's more about that these How guys. How you feel? Yeah, they have they have no chance to make money, and yeah. they have no chance of meeting a woman yeah. because they're so broke. And like all the rich guys get all the chicks. So it's like that's why
0: they get promised like, hey, you get all these virgins and you get all this stuff. Those are also the people that you can get to doing something because they just want to belong. They want to be special. They want to be treated like they're special. And, you know, when they're getting someone to become a suicide bomber, if you ever look at like there was a a special. I don't remember what show it was on, but they were in somewhere in uh, the Middle East and they had this school and on the school, they had these photographs of these people that had blown themselves up and with all this religious writing on it. And there was a big sign above the school that says, Today's children are tomorrow's holy martyrs. I'm like, God damn. Like, they're, they're, the attention that they give to those children, they make them out to be heroes. They make them out to be special. That So many people want people's love and affection, and they want they want to be special so badly. They're willing, they're willing to do almost anything.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like, don't you wish you go back in time and just... Rewrite some of the religious books, take out all the asshole stuff. You well, know, what you I'm know, saying? it's
0: like throughout time, people have always bullshitted other people to control them. I mean, it's so simple, it's so obvious, it's existed forever. What's amazing though is that the bullshit that worked like two thousand years ago still works today, just because it's written. You know, it's just, this is what this is what it is. I mean, it's like. That, you know, when you when you really get into it and you start, you know, the reading about you know, women being treated as second class citizens, condoning slavery, condoning murder, condoning, all the crazy shit that's you know that's in religious texts, all the the nutty shit that people still suck on it two thousand years later, it's three thousand years later.
1: It's I always like, thought that religion fuck? was more like uh, just like early science, like people trying to explain.
0: Just laying down the law, man. It's laying down the law and laying it down. You, Who's to say I listen to you? Cause if you don't, God strike you down. That's what it is. It's like you got to keep dummies in line with crazy talk, and that crazy talk spread, and it became a good way to keep social order intact, keep people, you know, in, in small towns. Man, go to the church. Everybody's all happy and friendly, and it makes everybody together, you know. But if you look at like all these people that are doing fucked up things in the world, you know, whether it's suicide bombers or Somali pirates, they come from somewhere that fucking sucks, and that's what it all boils down to. Yep. Their life fucking sucks. Those Somali pirates, do you know the whole story behind that? Why they became pirates? Dude, they call themselves the people, what do they call themselves? The fucking, the volunteer coast guard of Somalia. That's what they call themselves. And what happened was European ships and um, companies and I I believe some Americans too were dumping um, waste into their waters and fucking up their fishing, man. And they um, found out about this because their their fish were dying. And what they did was kidnap a boat that was uh, illegally trespassing through their waters, and they demanded a ransom because this was one of the boats that was uh, polluting their waters. And these guys were fishermen, man. They were fishermen that had their livelihoods fucked up and taken away from them. So they turned to crime, and they started jacking people because they got so much from the first boat they just turned it into a business, and now they just jack people constantly. Dudes are getting jacked all the time, man. If you, they're hundreds of miles out to sea just looking for people, man. What just do you think about them.
1: the uh, 16-year-old girl? That's my whole point about saying her around the world. It's like, oh my God, man, so when crazy. you leave America, it's a whole different game for that's women. 16-year-old you know girl's
0: parents are so foolish. That's so foolish. There's one thing to let someone experience something. There's another thing to put someone out in the wild just to get a. What are you going to get a rush out of the fact that you made it across? You know, you, you did something that could kill you. I mean, what what other benefit is it? And you then know, where did it's go so from... difficult, and you did it. She's amazing. She did something. You did something that I can do in a plane. Stupid. Yeah. I can get in a plane and I could be across that ocean in ten hours. Why the fuck would you spend five agree. weeks in a in a sailboat? That's retarded. That's right. not a smart way to approach because life. Because
2: that's a hell of a Facebook status. That's <laughs> why. You know, that's all she's thinking about. Yeah. It's like, dude, oh, my God, I'm totally going to do it. It's going to be so cool.
0: And where do you go from
1: there? I mean, you're 16. You keep
0: you just going. You keep going. Sail like these, around the world. What do you do yeah, next? These assholes are getting hot, what, hot air balloons. Fucking
2: guys over. Dude, I sailed around the world. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you want to well, get with <laughs> this? Do you want to get with this? She
0: wants you to treat her as she's special. She's doing something special. The people I mean, are really crazy. They're nuts. It's a crazy fucking desire that we I gotta fight with Chicken
1: have. San Diego over that. She's like, would you send a 16-year-old boy? I'm like, before a 16-year-old girl.
0: Yes, I would send a 16-year-old boy before a 16-year-old girl, but I wouldn't send a 16-year-old Me boy. Me neither. My if boy I that I love, my boy that I raised, and taught, I'm going to put him in harm's way. I would tell him, listen, man, I don't want to be alone in the woods. If you want to do something scary, let's get you involved in some competition, okay? You want to fucking wrestle in high school? You want to you wanna do some boxing, some kickboxing or something crazy? You want to fight some MMA fights? You want to do something crazy? Let's do something that we can control. You're not going to put you in the fucking ocean. That's nuts. All right? I understand the, uh, the rising above, like accomplishing crazy things, doing things that appear to be impossible. They give you more of an understanding of yourself. They don't just give you this rush. They give you an understanding of what you're capable of. They give you more confidence. They give you more. You, you, you get a sense of what you're, you're capable of, of performing, like that, what, what you're capable of doing under pressure. It makes you more. You know, like there's a, a quote that I read once about Taekwondo that that fighting and competing in, in Taekwondo, um, it elevates your human potential. You know, it, like, it, it gives you, you – you have more potential because you've already experienced harder, more difficult things. That's all well and good. I understand that. But fucking putting yourself in, in the ocean and putting yourself in a, a position where, look, there could be some shit happen to you that you have no way of escaping. There's no way of getting it out. You're going to get a nice thrill because you're going to put your life in danger. But the, the reality is you're just getting from one place to another. That's all you're doing. Yep. You're doing it old school. You're just getting from one place to another old school. Yeah. That's all you're doing. You know, it's it's so stupid. It's like, you know, like, like if someone chose to walk across the America and they, they starved to death along the way, well, should we feel bad for them? What the fuck are you doing? What do you can, what is Southwest in New York? It's like fucking 300 bucks. I mean, come on, man. Really? You're going to walk um, across the country? I completely agree with you. Fucking assholes. It's just these crazy parents. <laughs>
1: I mean, you got to push your kids
0: to a yes. point you have to push your kids. You know, people well, don't, don't push their kids. Well, I you have to push your kids. Well, I mean, you got to like... I think you give them some discipline and you, you know, but you, you teach them that with risk and with, you know, with work comes become satisfaction. You get to achieve something and that's satisfying and it makes you understand and appreciate yourself better. It makes you understand people better. It makes you function better. It's, it's the more like, it's like lifting weights, right? You lift weights, you get stronger. Okay, You get stronger You can pick things up easier It's that simple When life You take on difficult tasks You take on difficult, difficult things That cause you to think Cause your mind to spin Cause you to react quickly Cause you to make good choices That elevates your human potential It's really that simple Nope, I agree People that don't do shit, man Oh, your phone, motherfucker Is that mine? That shit. Of course it is You got it on your laptop I saw you bitch Yeah, but we all have mics Yeah, but your shit Is on it. your computer yeah. no, You don't still hear it That's a phantom sound, son Phantom
2: Random. Speaking of phones, tomorrow, iPhone. Have you guys been watching, the, looking the at the reviews? The reviews I'm are, yeah.
0: 4G. I'm scared. The reviews are fucking amazing, man. I'm thinking AT&T's service is going to hit an all-time shitty low. That's what I think.
2: Hopefully not. But, you know, one of the cool things that all the reviews are saying is how uh, great the, the video calling works. And, like, it's just perfect. Like, it works. It, you got video. You could switch from front to back cam. So, like, if you're talking to me and you go, oh, my God, look at this guy. He's... Doing this, you know, and it'll switch to the front of the camera.
1: Apple is the future.
2: It
0: is. They're just
1: crazy. They're
0: they're masters at marketing. They're masters at getting people excited about their products.
2: Yeah. Well, I am. I mean, the phones. What 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 else do you use most every day? It's a phone.
1: Are you going to buy the first one? You know, not to buy the first one. What are you talking about? We're on the fourth one. Yeah. I mean you're you're going to buy like right out the gate and then 2 weeks later it's going to be like half price. By no, that logic no, no, you should
0: no, no, never no, buy anything. No, you should no, just no. wait. The iPhones That's don't The, silly the logic, iPhones son. don't change
2: price at all like throughout the whole year. It's usually almost exactly
1: so the same. So what was that whole thing that they went crazy about? I think yeah, it was the iPhone where like all these guys wait in line. They bought it for like a gazillion dollars. Oh, and the then, first like, iPhone. I think the first iPhone. Later, it was half price. and They flipped out. Yeah, you know, when it no, first they came lower out, lower
2: the, the price. When the first iPhone came so out, it was a hundred dollars more, and then they dropped it a hundred dollars. and They gave everyone a hundred dollars back. Didn't they recently lower the price of the three G? Well, they're always doing that because they're still selling that. They're still selling the second generation one right. for like. Forty nine bucks or something like
0: that. I don't know. Shazam, son.
2: No, but, but you, don't. You don't, gotta get the new shit. Yeah, son. you got this you thing's new This no, is no, a like big, new This is I like the new shit. I just a big wait
1: till it drops. A little, yeah. a little, a little. Sam Tripoli, yeah. frugal shopper. Yeah, I ain't Pablo Escobar, S- son. I got a i gotta. will sell you a, a whole...
0: super VHS. Real Speaking good. of frugal shoppers, did you guys hear about that uh, fucking federal judge that blocked the uh, the uh, he Obama oh, was yeah, trying to put a moratorium. He was trying to put a moratorium on offshore drilling. So uh, this federal judge drops it. You know, he, he, won't, he blocks the uh, moratorium. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? This guy's crazy. The Obama says he wants to stop oil drilling. There's a giant fucking hole where oil's leaking out of the ocean. And we're like, hey, we might have a fucking problem here. we got to make sure this ruining doesn't happen water, again. Ruining water, dude. Yeah, ruining right. the ocean for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. Anyway turns out this federal judge has stock in the company in in Transocean they have stock in. he has stock in five different companies that are involved in the oil drilling business wow this motherfucker can literally profit from his own decisions.
2: How crazy is that? They should not man. be allowed to do this. They they should not be allowed to have how money. Is he still
0: exactly. If that guy if that guy was on the case, they should have said, I, you know, we see that you have stock in this in this company that could, you know, and your decisions could adversely affect you financially. So we're right. going to remove you from this case. I mean, that's that's what we, that's a, what a rational. That's how it would it's do.
2: like with everything though. Yeah. Like if you like win a prize, wait, are you do you work for NBC or any of its affiliates? Right. You know, that's how like everything always is. With everyone else Except the president Is not Is voided from It's that,
1: so weird man How these guys Have this detach They're detached From like just humanity You yeah, know what I'm saying
0: It's just straight evil Anybody with the, that would think That the oil business Knows exactly what they're doing And that this couldn't happen again Is crazy Just because it's only happened A few times in history Doesn't mean that these things Aren't deteriorating At a rapid pace And that you know The, the ones that have been around For a long time We don't know how long They're going to last that's why I think that... things happen Things fuck up you know the whole... Uh, There's other wells out there that are built like this one, man. Yeah, that's what they say.
1: The, you know, the whole deregulation thing, it's so ridiculous. Like, the market needs deregulation. It's like, it makes oh, no so sense. Crazy. What's That's like saying, we don't need laws because we'll just regulate
0: each other. It's you know, when we get crazy, too, and say, like, you know, we need to lower the price of labor to compete. We have to go to China. We have to go to... No, what the fuck are you talking we about? We don't man? have to at all. No, you don't have to at all. You just got to stop being such greedy cunts. That's it, Yeah, you're going to get less profit, but you're going to get a fucking... Uh, what you're selling is a product that's not made on people, people's fucking souls. You know, you're, you're going to sell a product that's not... You know, poor people that live in a fucking village in, in, in China, and then they have to, like, that... Was it Foxconn that we talk about all the time? Yeah. It's a fucking company that makes iPhone parts and shit, dude. They got people killing themselves left and right over there. Left and right. They're literally shutting down all their plants because there's so many suicides and there's so much scandal. These people are working like God knows how many hours a day. They're living on the site. You know, that's, that's what companies are doing, man. Companies are going to people like that. That's the iPhone, too, by oh, the way. Walmart's the worst, dude. That company makes the iPhone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, or at least parts of the iPhone. Walmart's, Walmart's the worst.
1: Yeah, yeah. man, because they go, they're like, I don't all believe about that price. I don't believe that hype at all. I think really?
2: Walmart does a lot. Like you either can see the point of yeah, Walmart comes in and they like, fucking don't pay anything. But I also see Walmart's fucking thriving for jobs and that. Like they uh, go into these I towns. Completely and, disagree with that. Really?
1: Yeah, it's like first of all, what they do is they they keep driving down the price of everything. So eventually, these people who produce the goods they buy are going to have to almost go to slave labor but, i yeah, go, think
0: it's either or i don't nah, think either but, one but, of you guys is right i but, think but, you're but, both right
1: but what what walmart does is it comes in to a community
0: mm-hmm. and it basically has the lowest prices right so it puts mom
1: and pop stores mom and, out of pops and all, all this stuff out and then do seems
2: like a good idea and
1: they don't pay a, a real good wage to work there
2: to what go wait for new walmart what that person makes six but bucks an hour. If all hours? the
1: other jobs are gone, you gotta go work somewhere. Brian, but, you're before get some be, be, but before But before that, be,
2: before that, there was no jobs. That that didn't exist. No, there those, were. those 300 jobs there were. Well, what a blacksmith goes out of business right here. But you know what the the big thing is that retail's dead no matter what. So Walmart could be doing all they want to, but guess what? Walmart ain't as cheap as fucking Amazon. See, and that's Amazon my and Amazon is not is fucking growing like a monster. I buy groceries now on amazon i'm buying coconut water by the case you know i don't even need to be a costco member or any of that because they sell the same shit now and you don't have to be a costco you man. know they, they
0: deliver it to your house they
2: deliver it right to your house and you could put it on schedule like i want this every two weeks yeah, but and it'll you automatically ship it.
0: going somewhere
1: and buying something helps your community would you do that to a point but i'm also not going
2: to pay three hundred dollars more for a fucking tv you know i'm, I'm like sorry you yeah. should fucking think of what, what's next in your job career. If you can't sell this TV cheaper yeah, than this I mean, person, I'm not going to buy it. See, that's it's fucking well, simple here's,
0: I don't think that people have an obligation to be able to continue to sell you things. I think if something comes along that can sell things for much cheaper and they're the same quality. You, if you, it's you, the same you, product, you, you're, you're, exactly. You be, I mean, I, I'm loyal to friends. and I, There's a couple businesses that I support that I know charge more than they probably should for things, like our pot doctor. But I don't care, you know. It's just like I have a I have a, a sense of loyalty to them. But I've I've got some discretionary income. If you don't, man, three hundred bucks is a lot of fucking money. Why would you pay three hundred yeah. dollars more? And that a TV? was being generous. That's no, three hundred bucks plus no tax right. plus free shipping. Fucking no, fills <laughs> I, I understand TV what you about that, but just can't get the kind of deals that Walmart can. You know, tough shit, man. That's I, I think it's it's either or. It's, I can see both points of view. I see Brian's point of view where it helps communities it brings in jobs and shit. But I can see your point of view that it's like, well, you know, you're giving these people this mediocre life and they fucking, they don't really save jobs because they put some businesses under. It's okay, man. It's all just change. It's just normal. You know, there's no good or bad. See, some people just aren't meant to be doctors and lawyers. And when you take away all their opportunities to like, build stuff and say like, what
1: else is there to do is that
0: true though no you don't you just have to offer a service that other people aren't offering for less it's not you, you can't just you have to figure it yeah. out you, you have, have to you have out. to figure
2: it out if whatever you're doing yeah. if walmart can get it cheaper you have to figure out either how you could get it cheap or have a service but that you, that walmart people will attach with. all this emotion my
0: family's been in this fucking business for 30 fucking years if you say it's okay for walmart to come on or our fucking town where we grew up you don't own the town. You don't own a patch of dirt. You don't own the right. to No, I understand have a what business. you're saying about that,
1: but it's like it goes back to like everybody's like capitalism and free enterprise. Well, this isn't what it was like 200 years ago. You know when everything started. To, yeah, you know, well, 250 definitely because it corruption. was mom and pops. Now you got like these huge corporations. Like when when the uh, Supreme Court says that a, a huge corporation is like an individual, well, they're not. Right. They got a gazillion billion dollars behind them. It's it's well, not you're a level you're,
0: you're talking about for um, campaign comp- contributions, but but even That's in the, the market though, you're like, right. well, find
1: a way to sell for less than. Walmart. Well, you never can because they buy in such huge bulk. Well, yeah, but that's right.
2: not even it. I, mean, I was saying you either have to do that or you have to find a new service that that Walmart yeah. doesn't offer. Like, yes. like, like if you're selling phones, all right, I will have uh, sell you the same phone. It's going to be a little bit more, but guess what? I'm going to be coming to you know uh, tech support, giving you this. I'm going to right. I, I'm going to you know anytime you need to get a new computer, bring it in, and I'll fucking transfer all your contacts over. Yeah, you know, fucking Walmart a, ain't going to do that shit. You got to change service. with the times. You got, no, I got you. you know what I mean? These stores that. Like like I went in the other day to like uh, this store and uh, they I bought a webcam just because uh, the, the the one at Best Buy they were sold out so I just like all right I'll go to this little mom and pop electronics store and they had like an old version of the webcam it was dusty you know I'm like I'm just sitting here going like this is an old product that. Uh, fuck it's the same price as the new product at best buy but it's you know i didn't want to even buy it because what they, they can't even turn enough product to where their shit they're selling is out the of date shit, it's yeah. not current da- shit and so i'm like that's a problem it's not it's not walmart's fart it's the change of times it's amazon it's all this and if you think you're going to have a retail store in today's times you got to really fucking start using your brain because you need to offer a service that fucking i can't Amazon's just going to kill you regardless. Yeah. And then we're not even care about Walmart. Am- Amazon's going to kill Walmart eventually.
0: You know, big corporations aren't killing all businesses. You're always going to have like restaurants that are great restaurants cuz you know the cook is, is awesome and he's always got interesting stuff to eat there. You're not going to get that from some fucking chain, you know, some corporate chain. You're going to get like th- there's going to be places that you're always going to want to go to that have personality to them, that have flair that offer a certain environment or ambiance, but as long as the way things are continuing to go the way they're going there's so many fucking people in this world there's so many people these corporations get so big because of that there's so many so many people to plunder you know there's so much to go after it doesn't seem like that's a trend that's going to stop i don't see the idea of us you know going into little small groups and businesses and and you know and and goods being distributed like that it's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger what do you think of that woman who has like
1: 25 kids
0: which one is that she
2: should be shot
0: is that on that tv show
1: no, there's a one. I, I there's don't one think on the TV a show. show, the family that she has like 19, she's kids. 21, like a kid, like and plus every, 21 or something Something like that. Well, the, I think that lady adopted. This woman's literally gave birth.
0: Like, no, that lady gave birth. The lady on yeah. uh, the TV show gives I think birth. So too. Well, really, like it's super like religious. Yeah. Whole the whole family's like, really cheesy. They're but on a rigid schedule. Together. How many
1: serial killers do you think are in that family? None. Right none, none. none. They're all They'll, cool. Yeah,
0: they're all friendly. They're all happy. They're all look. Like, it's a sense of community. They have her down to a science. I
2: think serial killers come from loneliness and abandonment and uh, you know? abuse. Well, reli- abuse. Yeah, these religious. These so people like...
0: aren't abused. Yeah. They they seem happy. You know, I mean, they're they're a little loony with the religion, Shit. but they might have know, hot
2: sex orgies be, that we don't even know about it. But like, like, you think
0: they should have twenty five brothers and sisters?
1: How dare you? <laughs> do you think they should like? Why do we need twenty five of them?
0: You know what, man? Here's my deal. Uh, way better to have twenty five people that are nice and happy than twenty five people that are all fucked up and strung out on drugs and fucking angry and you know shooting people and whatever those people on that show I watch that show I watch yeah. their kids they might be all ate up with the Jesus. But you know what? They're, they're good fucking people. Happy. They're good they, people. They, yeah, they're
2: good people.
0: That whole Jesus thing, man, is good for a lot of folks. It's very. Oh good. yeah, it's, man. It, whether or not you want to question it, whether or not you want to be objective about the source of all the stories that are in the Bible and whatever, the bottom line is most Christians are trying to be nice people. Yeah, you know, I. That's totally what it's agree. all about. It's a good thing, man. Imagine them without
1: religion. How people, crazy they'd be. I've do. said
0: stuff like that before, and people think I'm, I'm, I'm bullshitting, and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, patronizing people, but I'm not. I think religion, uh, for a lot of people, is a good thing. The idea behind it is all a good thing. It's just believing that you've got the fucking answers because you've committed to it. That's where the problem comes in. The problem is when people get aggressive with their, their commitment. They have a commitment. You know, I do, Jesus Christ, my personal savior. How about that fucking guy that we were were talking about him last week that went to, uh, he's in Afghanistan right now looking for Osama bin Laden. They arrested him, 52 fucking years old, on dialysis. This looney tune, saving up all his money. And one of the reasons why he's going over there to kill Osama bin Laden is because he said bad things about our God. Dude. Dude. Where are your friends?
1: I just, I don't trust anyone who's... Too into anything. I don't care what it is. Well, even if... If I walk in and saw Jesus Christ or Brett Favre or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, you're (laughs) fucking shady, dude. That's
0: so true. People that are fucking obsessed with anything. Everything in moderation. You could be obsessed with fucking checkers, man. You can get obsessed with darts. You can get obsessed with anything and it could become your whole world. You know, and if you get obsessed with Jesus and you want everybody to believe in Jesus, you believe in Jesus. So you fucking want to run up to people on the street and hand them books and shit and... And tell them, God. Have you ever fuck. seen the movie King of Kong? Yes. No, I heard it's awesome, though. Oh,
1: Pretty good. They're obsessed with video games. It's great, dude. Dude, yeah.
2: Those people exist, too. That's fuck so yeah, weird. Those exist. are real people.
0: I, yeah, we used to be a part of a Quake clan. And uh, I guess I still am. You know, you're in it for life. But clan, you're extreme Quaker? detriment. I, did, I used to play eight hours a day. I got a T1 line installed in my house back when there was nothing else. Well, you can get cable in my neighborhood. You can get ISDN, which is only like what is that? 124k or something like that? Mm-hmm. Not 100. What is it? What's? 54? I have no idea. I never got into that. It's like ISDN. twice 56k, 120k, something like that. I think that's what ISDN is. Maybe 140. And it wasn't enough. Your ping, your latency between servers was too high. So when you would play, there'd be a lag. It sucked. So I had a fucking T1 line installed in my house, a business line. It was like $1,000 a month That's just is. so that I could play Quake online because I was playing every day.
2: Did you see this new pain ray that the U.S. is testing in Afghanistan? I heard about it. It's yeah. like this big fucking like laser. It shoots out like a microwave, and it just makes you feel really hot. And it's going to be like <laughs> you know, so- a non-lethal wave for like crowd control. They're just going to start frying you oh, with yeah, microwaves. Yeah. God,
1: they talked damn. about that in like 60 minutes. and It was so interesting because they were like – you know, they were demonstrating it, and the people they were using it on were people who were like, no war. They had the no war signs and peace. I'm like, that's oh, who you're going to use it on? Like, they oh, were holding God. those signs. I'm like, that is crazy, dude.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess they're not using it right now. They just have
0: it over there just in case this, uh, they want to use it. You know, they were looking actively at the beginning of the Iraq War. I read a story online about coming up with some sort of a weapon to uh, make Men have gay feelings for each other. Yeah, yeah. They were were going to turn it on the Iraqi troops. Yeah. That they were when we invaded Iraq. They were going to somehow or another come up with some sort of a weapon. Like they fucking spent money on this. You know, in Afghanistan they have man love
1: Thursdays.
0: I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that there's a lot of gay sex going on over there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They uh in in Afghanistan
1: they uh they think women are for reproduction, men are for pleasure, and every Thursday they go into the mountains. And they just ass-blast each other. Who what? has a bit? Somebody,
0: a comic has a funny bit about that, man. Oh. Who the fuck is that? I
2: don't know, but that's awful.
0: Somebody went over to Afghanistan and actually saw some guys fucking each other. Well, it's a Slayer Dengus. It well, it's
1: like I was talking to some troops when I did a USO over there. And uh, you know they were training the uh, Afghani troops. And like within their troop, they had a boy there in the group whose whole job was... Was to pleasure of the guys. And they they had to tell the troops not to say anything because that's their custom and not to get involved wow. with that stuff.
2: Your royal penis is clean.
1: God damn. I don't even know why we're fighting over there, man. You go over there like this is a shithole.
0: <laughs> yeah. We should just. Dude, do you not hear what they just discovered? They discovered more, over $1 trillion uh, in mineral reserves. We're never Previously unknown mineral reserves in Afghanistan. Oh, look, we just discovered. We didn't even know it was here. Wow, crazy. Well, since we're here, might as well start pulling this shit out of the ground. Yep. Shit's going to change, son. We're never leaving, dude. Dude, let me tell you something. Afghanistan is going to be like Dubai in 20 years, okay? it's got, We're going to have taken over the whole fucking country. It's going to be democratized, and they'll have. Two million mile high buildings. Okay, there's a fucking trillion dollars worth of minerals there. That's gonna be this crazy mining town. It's just like how we need gold. These minerals we need for making semiconductors and all kinds of other shit that we we you know we use things for to construct stuff. You know, especially high tech stuff. We use a lot of minerals. There's like a trillion dollars worth of stuff. That's a thousand billion. It's a lot of fuck, son. Dude, shit's going to get crazy. I used to do a
1: joke about the only person who could run Iraq is Magic Johnson because, you know, he made, like, almost a billion dollars in, like, just redoing, like, uh, apartments and all that stuff. And, like, you know, you give him, like, two weeks, fucking Baghdad would look like fucking Orange County. (laughs) And whoever you put in charge in there, they're going to try to assassinate anyways, and, you know, we all know you can't kill Magic Johnson. Somebody tried. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it's been a while since I did that joke. I couldn't remember how it went.
0: <laughs> CIA planned to bomb Iraq with Saddam's gay video. Oh, that's different. They were going to make a fake gay video. That's funny. The CIA did Photoshop. Could
2: you imagine we, like, like auditioning for that? <laughs> like, the U.S. Army. All right, soldier. We need you to take down your pants and fuck this guy. Yeah, what do they do? They must kill you afterwards.
0: They, if they're going to make a fucking fake Saddam Hussein video, they can't let you go. If you're the type of person that's willing to make a fake gay Saddam Hussein video, they can't trust you to keep your fucking mouth shut that the government paid you. They're gonna kill you, man.
2: Well, unless they kind of like go, hey, no, we let you in. You just need to, like, don't ask, don't tell. But but we have a special program,
0: you know. Oh, what? Well, you. you get to be a soldier? Yeah. Lucky you. You get to go get <laughs> shot at after Gay we make you sold. suck cock on video. <laughs> what a fucking gift. Listen, man, I think they'd probably kill you. I think they probably say, listen, we're going to do some gay porn. It's going to be crazy. It's, we're going to pretend it's Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein or whatever. I bet this guy doesn't even know he's doing it for the military. He thinks he's doing it yeah, for the fucking Yeah, they just have to find French some gay Persian looking dude. they do. shoot yeah. everybody in the fucking head and throw them in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And they just disappear. No one ever hears about it. That's mm-hmm. fucking nuts. They
1: fucking
2: surround Zanku chicken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, everybody out. <laughs> you know this general that just stepped up and said all kinds of crazy shit about Obama? Yeah, you know Petrus, this? I think he's I don't in know what the fuck his name is. He, um they just uh, made him resign. So he resigned. It turns out this is the same guy that uh, signed off on the Pat Tillman story and was trying to get everybody to believe yeah. that Pat Tillman was died by the you know fighting the enemy when actually he was killed by friendly fire. Same fucking dude. He's an
1: asshole. He's like, he goes over there and basically tells the troops, uh, this is going like shit. And it's like, you're the guy who came up with the plan. Who are well, you blaming?
0: He. There's a lot of speculation. I was listening to Opie and Anthony today, and people were calling in and talking about it, and they were saying that they think that he might have tried to uh he wanted to leave and he this was the way he could not just leave but leave and get his point across you know that he calculated this and did it on purpose so he made this big like statement about them cuz he knew it was going to be in Rolling Stone and then he gets fired right or gets forced to resign but then this issue whatever he said gets out there across the whole world because of the fact that he opened his mouth in in rolling stone and that they reacted and that they fired him this becomes an issue that people want to hear more about so then he gets a fucking book deal and you get a book deal for several million dollars if you're fucking smart oh he'll be on fox news if if it's legal i don't know what the legality is as far as like what you're allowed to talk about when you're allowed to talk about it when you're a high level military guy you know in, in the united states army like he is but I would think that that would be a fucking smooth move, you know? Wouldn't you think? I mean, why just fucking quit? You don't like it? You don't like Obama? Why quit? Why not just make a stink? Yeah. Make a stink. Everybody knows you made a stink. Write a book. Bam, son! You know? Just need a little fame, baby. Keep that ball rolling. Well, I mean, look at Sarah Palin. She's- still, exactly. I was just going to say that. Still in the game, son. That fucking re- election was two years ago. She was retarded then. She's still in the mix. Making millions. Making bank they're doing some crazy reality shows series on hers, like eight episodes for a million dollars a pop. Pow, pow, pow. Pow, That's why she got she out. She's like, I can't. that money in, son. Breaking that money in, Stay in Alaska, dude. There is money in keeping the retards happy. She is the politics version of pro wrestling. If you go to watch pro wrestling, <laughs> there are thousands of people in those stands, and they're having a good fucking time. Okay? Yep. That bitch is the. She's a female politician version of a pro wrestler. She says a bunch of retarded shit that only retards agree with. She riles them up. They don't even know what she likes. They know what she stands for. She stands for someone who's not going to think too much. Yeah. She stands for someone who's going to give basic values. We're just going to get down on you. How's that whole hopey, changey thing working out for you? You know, she, she prides herself on being goofy, and people like that shit. They connect to it, and you're always going to have that, man. You're always going to have that. Yep. You're always going to have someone who steps up like that. You're always going to have someone. If if you, all you have to do is just get yourself into the zeitgeist, get people to start thinking about you and then keep going. And you can make a living off of it, man. They're, they're fucking professional trolls. You know, tell me Ann Coulter is not a professional troll. Right? Dude, she's I saw her troll. the other day
1: on TV. I, I wanted to bone her, dude. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. she's actually looking pretty hot. Whoa, Sam Tripley. How long has it what? been? What? I want to fuck the, the, the hate oh, rate oh, out of her.
2: No, you need to start drinking again. <laughs> You're getting beer
0: goggles I've without heard that fucking she's a drinking. Lesbian. That's what I've heard. This is incredible. This really is true. Sex bomb. Those who complain the military should make love, not not war, may be happy to know that at least on one occasion, the military scientists were searching for ways to break down the enemy with aching desire. Uh. A sex bomb, or in saucier headlines, the gay bomb, scientists considered developing a chemical weapon with aphrodisiac qualities that would make the enemy soldiers hopelessly physically attracted to one another, as to paralyze their ranks and destroy morale, isn't that incredible? Yeah, but they when actually they say scientist,
2: was there like some eighteen-year-old guy from high school? Like, I'm a scientist. I'm gonna make some gay bombs out yeah, there. You know, make so- gay bombs. <laughs> sure, Brian. That's what
0: the Pentagon hires. It's not like they have access to the best scientists. I know, but the they just said
2: they talked about it. They didn't actually do anything. Listen
0: to you, man. You don't even want
2: to believe. Uh, well, you I know believe, how- I believe. I, they
0: I, actually I, tried. I do. I, I believe. I don't put I it. Believe. I don't
2: put it past the Pentagon. But I also find it like, all right, if they even were thinking about that, they probably just said, "Well, we could make a bomb, maybe." It's gay.
0: All right, that's cool. They'll no, try. They're not <laughs> saying gay. They're saying aphrodisiacs. Right. Like, like when they were together with men, and there was only men around, they wouldn't be able to help themselves. That's the idea, right? I, mean, I fucking you know, look, man. If you break down what sexual desire is, there might must be some sort of a trigger in our brains for sexual desire. You know what? Whatever it is, some sort of a chemical trigger. If they can mimic that and find a way to get it into people, b- you know, blast it out in a haze and you inhale it as you breathe and all of a sudden you The can't, first thing they would do, though, is sell it. The
2: first thing they would do, though, is sell it.
0: You know,
2: they would be well, making money off they, that, like, oil. Brian, why would they sell it? Because that would be, like, the newest porn take, ever.
0: Why would they sell it when they can make X amount of money from it when they could use it and take over countries? They could take over well, entire that too. fucking countries, okay? And why would you sell it? Because if you sold it, then other people would have access to it. You, if you're going to use it, if the military is going to use it, they're not going to. You know, the military is not going to turn into some sort of a fucking, you know, uh, a vendor start selling some product, you know, I, and have late night commercials. Did you
1: ever hear the, the theory that like the, the samurais were the, the, a lot of gay them were fuck. gay, gay, fuck. and, then, yeah. and then, that's
0: why they fought so that's hard. That's why for I got a samurai gay? tattoo on my arm, son. Respect. So gay. That's why ninjas don't talk because they have so much cum in their mouth. That's and. why pirates, why pirates were dressed flamboyantly. Flamboyantly, you know the word. They're all gay. Stop playing, son. Yeah, that's <laughs> look, were Vikings. The else too? was wearing? Who the fuck else was wearing earrings and shit back then? Big sashes and fucking. Oh, pirates crazy were super gay. Yeah. yeah, pirates Big are silk, super gay. flamboyant, totally totally. sick silk shirts. We're not talking Vikings and pirates aren't the same thing, Sam, Sam Tripoli. They're both on boats. Vikings are Nordic warriors. They're not gay. They're fucking savages. They, that's why Nordic chicks are so hot because they raped and pillaged all the best ones. They took all, everything they could find. Just pure alpha male Arctic lust. Big fucking white dicks of death just plundering and raping across the world. Big difference between that and pirates, bro. Pirates are sucking dick and wearing sashes. Mm-hmm. They got crazy fucking patches over their eyes. Rainbow birds. They got the yeah, audience. they got birds. Rainbow ones. What kind of bird... Look at that. Pirates are associated with parrots. <laughs> what kind of a dude walks around with a parrot on his shoulder? A gay guy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> if you see a dude with a parrot... On his shoulder He's Something's happened to him Yeah You know Maybe a dude Made him jerk him off once And he's fucking (laughs) Yeah Frozen I can't stand that
1: patches (laughs) Yeah And I hate guys Who do magic (laughs) tricks At house parties Ooh Ooh. That's rough Yeah Yeah.
2: I I just went to The best house party The other day South Park had a house party And I went to it It was amazing dude You have not been to a party Until you've been to One of these South Park parties You ever been to one Joe Oh no no Oh dude They probably spent Like maybe $10,000 On just decorations Like you walk in And you felt like You were in movies Moulin Rouge, like a circus (laughs) or something like that. They had fucking like shooting uh, galleries, like a a carnival
0: and stuff. Those guys really have it done. They're doing it right. Those South Park guys, everything they do, I love. Every time they put something out, I love it. Before South Park, Team America, the movie South Park, they
1: were opening for Tool. What? Oh, they, for
0: DVD? They would run the uh, cartoon before Tool came out. Oh, stage. really? Oh, yeah. you're talking about the Brian Boitano one, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Brian Boitano one was the first. Someone gave me that on a the VHS tape back when I was living in fucking. I was living in Encino, and I was like, God d- damn, this is funny shit. And then it became a show. But every one of their. Movies. Do you have that
2: VHS tape? Because you could probably <sighs> eBay that. <from laughs> I
0: might. Dollar, dollar bills. I might have it. Dollar, Actually, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. I got a stack of old uh, VHS tapes that may or may not be interesting. I found a few of them the other day. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? All this shit is online somewhere. They sent
2: it out as a Christmas card through what, like Paramount or something like that. Yeah. And so not many people got that VHS tape. So that's
0: I f- sweet. I fucking love the, the, mo- the South Park movie. That was just genius shit. Team America is my favorite all-time movie of all time, I think. Yeah. yeah. Team my America's- favorite. One of my funniest. The funniest movie I've ever seen, for sure. But the thing about South Park was when Saddam Hussein, when they had Saddam Hussein being gay with the devil. Mm-hmm. And remember, he had a big rubber dick. And-
1: Saddam, come yeah. Do you remember how funny that shit was? Dude, I saw that movie in a oh. theater full of Mexicans. <laughs> and when they called God the biggest bitch of them all, you just <laughs> felt the room energy turn. Yeah. They got mad? Fucking oh, crazy. yeah. You could, Isn't that hilarious?
2: Like what they did to Muhammad. God, did get Camp so when I was hilarious. at that party for a brief second, I'm like, oh, yeah. There might be a bomb here. <laughs> yeah, how funny is that, man? The
0: people are threatening their lives. They really were worried about that. Yeah. The people were threatening their lives because they were making fun of uh, Muhammad.
1: Weren't they saying that the Times Square guy was
0: something? Eh, the Times Square guy sounds like he's retarded. You know, we talk to people that know bombs and understand construction of bombs. and like, this could have never worked. Like the, you know, A bunch of things work exactly perfect in order. He didn't have any experience doing it. Set it up wrong. You know, they're like, this is all wrong. So he seems like just a fucking retard that they South had Park over is- there, disenfranchised guy, losing his house, you know, that kind of a guy. And, you know, just wants, wants something to connect himself to something significant. So he decides he's going to be a martyr. And, you know, like when they pu- came up to him on the plane, he asked them if they were FBI or CIA. He asked them what they were New York police, New York police or CIA or FBI. What are you? He wanted to know. He wanted to know who he was getting arrested by. He said he wanted to get fucking caught. Here's a dumbass. So it, you, I think there are groups out there that are trying to do fucked up shit to Americans for sure. They definitely are. But the thing is, the dudes who are joining these things—they're fucking mess, man. Yeah, they're, they're idiots. They're—they're—they're they're they're either idiots or they're all fucked up or nobody's signing up to do this shit if they got it all together. You know, the key to making the world safe is not killing all the fucked up people. It's making sure the people coming up get it together. Do your best to make sure there's plenty of cool people. Do your best to make sure that kids are raised correctly, that you just set up good schools and community centers and do things to try to enhance the lives of children, to make them grow up to be more positive people. That's the only way to fix this. How
1: are you going to do that when they just keep pulling money out of education? I mean, it's like...
0: You know, there's not enough incentive to them. They're rich. Rich people put their kids in private schools. So they look at, you know, the situation. And they're like, that's other people's problem. Fuck them, you know. But it's your problem too, man, if those kids grow up and they're disenfranchised and fucking dangerous, you know, yeah, or if your well, children have to come in contact no, with them. No, I'm with or, you, you, man. Know?
1: It, but you go to, like, places like Australia, Canada, where it's, like, one group of people, they seem to be more like a group. Do you know what I'm saying? They're working yes. together. And I love the diversity of America, but I wonder if that plays in into... the you know, it's kind of what I was talking to you on the phone,
0: like when you said right. that, like all the
1: savages and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: Sam and I on the f- way over here, we were talking about why America. We were talking about how great Canada is. And every time we go up to Canada, which I just got back, I was just uh, this weekend, I was in um, three stops in Canada. I was in Grand Prairie. I was in Saskatoon. And then I was in I was Saskatoon, Grand Prairie, and then Winnipeg. I had a great fucking time, man. The shows were so much fun. I fucking love Canada. It's fucking I love Canada. awesome up there, man. Montreal was awesome. It's just like there's something about these people that are they are so nice. It's such a... A great Like they, they're so much Like on a, on the whole So much friendlier and, and, and more relaxed Than Americans
1: You look in their eyes You don't see darkness You see rainbows Well and there's unicorns.
0: douchebags I mean there's douchebags Everywhere You know I had a lot Of douchebags in Winnipeg A lot of hecklers But they're just Drunk and retarded That's part of life Whatever, like, you, whatever you did Just made the static Come back I just moved We got a rinky dink System here son Yeah Hold on Okay uh, I shut my mic off And it's doing it man So it can't be
2: uh, so, uh,
0: try to try to figure out what this is.
2: It's it's something over there because you it was fine and then you moved the stand. I don't know is the stand touching a metal?
1: Try to get comfortable. Look what yeah, you it's, did. It's
2: almost near the end anyway. It doesn't
1: matter.
0: Yeah, but wait a minute. We can't just keep talking like this, bro. We started at four fifteen. We got fifteen more minutes. Don't turn my vi- volume down, No, son. I'm just saying. I can't hear my beautiful turn- voice. <laughs> don't be fucking with me, son. It's. Um, what should I, 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 yeah. I do? Unplug and replug. do? Unplug and tell me what to do, Brian uh, There's nothing blue, over blue. there.
2: There's nothing over there. Don't touch anything over there. No, 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 no don't, don't. It's not. Don't nothing cross over the there. streams. Yeah, <laughs> it's something over in that mic stand or your mic. Because the only thing you did is you touched the mic stand. And it
0: turned wow. back. Just move. All just yeah. move.
2: It's like some kind of. Yeah. Don't know.
0: Rinky dink fucking bullshit. If I was listening to this on an iPod, I'd be pissed right <laughs> now. Come on, we gotta <laughs> fix it. Hey, this.
2: take, take, take the, the mic out of the stand. Turn off the mic so you don't hit, blow everyone's ears. Un- uh, unplug it and hit the mic stand on the ground. A li- not too hard or no the the no, mic it stops. It stops. no because it's unplugged Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you unplugged it so now i'll take the mic though and hit it on the ground tap it on the ground see it's back uh it's the mic uh oh, what
0: why why would I tap that you on you the no no it? no no, t- t- mic? no the
2: mic on the you know what i mean like if it's a loose connection or something so it's like blowing into the nintendo disc <laughs> control you know I believe it's something to do with the mic or the cable that the mic is.
0: Has. God damn yeah. it. How's it connecting, Brian? It's so just going on. right here. Unplug yeah. it I've over there.
2: I I did already that.
0: See Why don't you put me in another hole? Put me in another hole over there. Because it's not
2: that. It's, it has something to do with
0: Oh, wait there. Oh, yeah.
2: Wait, no, there's just no sound. Is that one
0: wrong? There we yeah, go. No, no, same oh, sound. Crackle.
2: See, it's something on that side where the mic is Okay, the...
0: let's ignore it Because this is annoying as fuck <laughs> If you're know. listening to this shit These fucking faggots just talked about the sound buzz for 30 seconds <laughs> and I, I don't really think they
2: can hear it Only we can hear it because What are you it's talking about? Can I can't comp- hear that much Because the compression uh, through Ustream probably blocks out that that. that yeah, sound. but the
0: iTunes people are going to hear the shit out yeah, of it Yeah, I'll try to fix it Sorry, folks Very interesting
1: <clears throat> Well, we were talking about so, savages
0: yeah, we were talking about – this is what Sam Triple and I were talking about on the way over here. We were talking about why is America so aggressive. And we were saying, well, you think about it, just the people that came to America are the people that were so fed up with Europe. They were so ambitious that they got on a fucking boat and sailed across oceans to get over here. Yeah. They, they, they put themselves through serious They're hardship. They're the most aggressive
1: of the aggressive.
0: And once they got here, you know, they were desperado. And a lot of them got here during the Depression or before the Depression, you know. A lot of them got here back then, and those fucking people—the people, the people who grew up in the depression. You know, they had a fuck. They were fucking hard people, man. Those were hard, hard times. You hear stories about soup lines and whole families being outside, and you know, I mean, you see some of the photos from the from the depression era. That was scary, scary shit for people. So those people grew up hard, and they grew up aggressive. And those are the ones that stayed, and they had kids, and then they they had kids, and that fucking aggressive aggressive attitude of survival—it's still yep. it's still there, you know. Yeah. And then the, that's one of the reasons why we've talked about this before. About California is so weird. It's because all the people that were dissatisfied with the East Coast, they all slowly made their way further and further and further and further west, and you mix them with people who just want fame, and they know yeah that this the most is the aggressive epicenter. of the aggressive. LA has got to be the freakiest fucking place to live ever.
1: I think it's got to be like Hollywood, Wall Street, and then Washington D.C.
0: Did you, see the, um, did you see the, the Laker game thing where they were lighting the cars on fire after it was over? Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah.
2: I'm <sighs> so angry about that. And it wasn't even like a cop car or a government a car. Life. It was a
0: fucking cab. Yeah. And you know what?
2: Uh, but I'm, saying, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Never
0: mind. Well, go where, man? Look, they're, they're fucking retarded. It doesn't yeah. matter what ethnicity they're from. Anybody who does, that's an idiot. And like I said before, why are they idiots? Why Because they, they were raised by idiots, for sure. They're not doing that because that's you know human nature. They're doing it because they're 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 born into a fucked up situation with a ton of struggle by a bunch of people that can't cope and doesn't don't balance things right and, you know, born into poverty. A lot of them born into you know immigration situations. There's a lot of fucking strife.
1: You're uh, you're raising kids right now. Uh, do you like feel like raising kids is almost like raising a wild animal? Almost where you have to like. Teach them. You have to almost house train them, and, you know, and all that. So I know you don't want to talk about no, your children. it's not that.
0: specific like that. It's it's much more different. It's like an alien. It's like something that doesn't even know this world. You know, a wild animal has their own instincts, and you have to kind of tone them down. And I've had wild cats before. I've had feral cats that were raised outside or they were born outside, and they're wild, man. Feral cats. Even when you get, I got mine when he was a kitten. He was only like two months old. He was maybe three months old at the most, but he was wild as fuck. I mean, wild, like hissing at you and fucking leaping and clawing the walls. And when I first got him, um, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, she had a bunch of them in her where her apartment was. Like there was a parking lot area and this female feral cat had a bunch of kittens. So she decided she was going to r- r- like catch the kittens and give them to houses. And she gave one of them to me. And so I took this fucking cat. This cat was crazy, dude. I mean, I'd never seen anything like it ever in my life. But I had a couple of days off work, so I decided I'm going to have to get this cat to like me. Like, if This cat's going to live in my house. I'm going to have to get this cat to, like, to, to be chill with me. So I, I put one of my bedrooms, I put a bed in it that I don't normally sleep in, and uh, I put some cat food in there and some water, and I just slept in there read books for two days and wrote material and hung out with this little cat until he became my friend. But, dude, it was crazy. I'd pick him up, he would start purring. And then I would put him down. As soon as I put him down... Go fucking crazy and run away from me and fucking try to climb up the walls. It was like when I would pick him up, the warmth and the comfort and the fact that I was giving him affection, like he knew he could relax, that I was gonna do good things. But as soon as I put him down, it was like immediate terror. So it's nothing it's like, like a raising, stripper. Nothing like raising a wild animal. It's like raising something that doesn't exist and all of a sudden gets brought forth into this dimension with a completely clean slate. They have No knowledge of what's going on. They have certain tendencies, tendencies towards being needy or aggressive or tendencies towards being relaxed. And, you know, there's like, their personalities definitely vary. And whether or not that's genetic, whether or not that's just, you know, when they were born, you know, what what was going on, you know, with my wife's body, what was going on with her diet, what was going on with their genetics, what's going on with, you know, the fucking solar system. Who the fuck knows what influences behavior, whether astrology is real or not. And then, you know, from there, you just get this blank slate, and you got to raise this blank slate. But it's really – it doesn't seem like the commi- – like, you know, like people think of it as, like, this burden, like, oh, i got to raise this kid. I used to always think that's probably what it was like, that you have kids, like, God becomes a burden. I have got to take care of the kids. And, but it doesn't seem like that to me. To me, it seems it's, – it's fucking awesome. It's like you're raising this new little loving creature, you know, this little little, little – awesome person that you love so much man like you want to do it like you want to be with them you never and it doesn't feel like a burden to me man it feels like a lot of fun i mean sometimes it requires a lot of attention it's tough to get things done but it's fun but it's also i'm having it. you know i had a baby when i was 40 i didn't have a baby when i was 20 and broke and fucked up and confused and trying to make my way in the world i had a baby when i was already relaxed you know i had a baby when i already had like a, a good healthy view of the world you know
2: I Just recently got baby fever, because I think it's your second one yeah. that got me. I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I don't need to be hanging out at a comedy club at two in the morning. I don't need to go to a bar and rave with my glow sticks. Yeah, anymore. that's when
0: you need to do it.
2: You know I just I feel like I just want to sit at home and be happy and
0: well, you love pets? You love pets, man. If you love cats and dogs and I know you do, you, you would love a, a, a human you know yeah a baby: I think I would. We'll
1: make great pets we'll make: you No, know, the great... world
0: would be so much better. If more cool people had kids, you know, we we would figure out a way to, you know, to raise human beings and have, like, generations that were really nice and friendly to each other. The problem was there's just too much inequality, too much inequality in the way children are raised as well. Too much, too many situations where people are, like, looking at people that have things on TV and go, why not me? Or that have things in the world that they don't have. And why not me? What the fuck? And there's too much anger and... You know I mean, and that makes for competition in certain, in some ways you know you see things that other people have that you wish and wish you had, and it forces you to work harder, but it's also it develops a lot of stress, man there's a lot of
2: yeah every time I think about it, then I think about like, oh wait when she's like fucking fourteen yeah. twelve think and about some of the eleven think about some of the dudes,
0: and 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 of the dudes <laughs> that we know how creepy they are, right, think about some guys that we've we've come across in our lives. Right. how how fucking nutty they are especially like, like Ari Shafir no not <laughs> not Ari. but how, how some Just dudes kidding, who really hate women you know i i have known dudes that really have issues with women and when women would turn them down they would yell at them and shit like that and it's really embarrassing and creepy to be around and you know you could think man that could be your daughter that could be sam tripley's daughter and some guys yelling at her calling her a fucking cunt lesbian Yeah, you know because he, she doesn't want his drink no thank you yeah you fucking cunt lesbian Dude, how many of those guys are out there?
2: You know what's worse is uh, walking through Vegas, like, Saturday night, and just seeing, like, at Hard Rock, and seeing, like, fucking, like, just two girls walking through this maze of fucking drunk douchebags, Ugh. Vegas guys, and it is sad. They're, like, attacked. Like this to like,
1: be a lesbian? Yeah. Guys I think just... a
0: lot of girls go to lesbianism. I mean, this is just total speculation, but I've met girls that go both ways, and sometimes they'll be, like, lesbians for, like, a year or so. It's just they get OD'd on douchebags. They mm. just want some kindness in their life. And so they just said, let's just, I'll be your girlfriend for you. you want to be flowery yeah. for a little yeah. while. Eddie's, uh, Eddie dated a chick that uh, she she moved somewhere and became a, a lesbian. Really? Yeah, like, you know, he was dating her, and they they broke up, and she dated a bunch of different dudes and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And then she just decided to take some time off from dick. <laughs> Fucking scissor I, for a bit.
1: I uh, dated it. I hooked up with this chick and right before we s- had sex for the first time, she's like, I just need to let you know that for the last five years I've been living as a lesbian. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, oh man, so... like I need this kind of pressure, oh, what man. What are you talking about? Like that I'm would representing be awesome. I'm like Jackie Robinson, man. I like I get wow. one shot, and if I don't take care of business, oh. nobody gets another Dude, shot. Any after dick, wow. I'm sure, was
2: a good shot. So it was awesome, wasn't it?
1: No, like, it was like she great. fucking loved it. But she, she was, wanted me to choke she was crying.
0: her. Was weird. Did she really want you to choke her? Yeah, I don't like no. that shit. I don't like that. She wanted you to choke her and she was a lesbian. She wanted the full male experience bro you weren't bringing enough heat
1: she's crazy i once you did it
0: crazy was it good though crazy yeah, of good course. yeah
1: i like crazy chicks
0: did i ever tell you about that? I like
1: women who are a little bit cross-eyed too i just remember <laughs> i don't know why Dude, I just, what i had a girl that a i dated little bit, not a, another, a little bit there's another
0: f- another connection like i talked about the foot fetters thing i had a girl that i dated when i was like 22 and uh, 21 actually and she was uh, older than me and she was really kind of sexy and she had a wonky eye and that wonky eye—I've like had like a thing about wonky eyes. Oh, a girl sorry. with just a little one, a little, oh, little, one. I a hate little that. bit, a little bit. She's gonna try harder, Brian. You don't understand. I met- she's aware of that wonky eye, and she's just gonna give a little bit more no. zest into the kiss.
1: I just met this Asian chick a while ago. <laughs> and- She had the greatest body and a little bit cross. I'm like, Like wow, that's really
0: hot. Mm, Yeah, I I
2: agree. I once dated this girl. I don't know if I've said this or not on on the podcast, but I once dated this girl that every time she would have an orgasm, she would have like a full-on seizure and fly off and like hit bookshelves and knock bookshelves down and stuff like that. And – Ever since then, I've been, like, hoping that I get to find another girl like that because you don't understand <laughs> how fucking amazing that is. Like, you're about to – you're having sex. You're both about to come. And then she comes, and then she's just flying like a flopping fish all over the place. And it's just like well, – like, Are you she's sure like, she's like,
0: not ah, just putting on ah. a show? No. Uh-huh. She could be
2: the worst actress She fucking actor hurt ever. herself doing it. Like, I fucked her. Maybe. Are you sure she's not just
0: retarded? No, no, no. She wasn't you got to think this is a girl – I mean, she fucking loves that's se- unusual. She
2: loves sex so much. We did this move like we it was when <laughs> we used to work at this Mexican place, and we did this move called the Don Pablo. that's the place we used to work at Don Pablo's, and it was where we did butt to butt you know, take my dick and wrap it between my legs and then pull hold her legs. Like, I saw
0: that in a Peter North video. Is that a real video?
2: Yeah. I don't even know if that was a real move, but we used to call it the Don Pop. Oh, no, no, no.
0: The girl was sucking it that way. That's what it was. Oh. She was sucking it backwards.
2: So yeah, like we're on top, like and I'm holding her legs, pushing the dick in while my dick's between my legs going through wow. her from behind. That's like
0: how
1: dogs fuck. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Dogs no. fuck oh, yeah. Dogs fuck
1: backwards. Dogs fuck doggy really? style, goddammit. No, I mean, some what you do and then some no, do No
0: no no. They get caught when they get stuck and they try to step off. Uh, you know, you know what it's like? It's like when you're inside a dude's guard. And he goes for a leg lock, and then you have to step over backwards, and then you get into Donkey Guard. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but so, anyways, it was weird because so like, she was just a freak. She she
0: would she would fucking come
2: and like it, the that it would take a minute maybe of her just sitting there going like like scream like, ah, 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 while she's shaking like. I she would
0: get annoying after a while. It
2: was to- when I was doing it, but now I kind of miss it it's like a fetish. Like I want to <laughs> I want to do that again. You know? I used after to. After a data. while, were
0: you like, will you just shut the fuck up? Oh, Stop I,
2: I, it. I just got like water while she was doing. It. I just like walk up and make sure she didn't hit herself.
1: I used to be a Mexican girl You see how racial slurs At me in bed For then, real? Yeah it was really hot Wow I don't know why I just wow. really liked that it That would
0: be kind of hot Racial slurs Like what would she say? Uh, everything Like what You white bitch White motherfucker oh, she should drop say? m-bombs Fuck that black me. pussy Really? How would she use it? Oh,
1: I don't know why Say it Say that. what no, she God.
0: said. What the fuck This is the podcast son There's thousands Listening to this right now Tell us what the fuck She would say She'd just be like Fuck me nigger Fuck me Fuck me nigger you fucking nigger don't, yeah. don't whisper it, man No, say it. I don't want to say it Why? Dude. It's not you saying it You're re- I know, repeating yeah, but but it we, you we all know what you're talking Sam talk Tripoli about. This is sad to me
1: Why? Because you're supposed to
0: just say it, man but Yeah, it's just Tell an... me what this bitch was saying She's she going, going crazy She just drop M-bombs, dude Wow yeah, That's crazy Did You got to make your dick look a little harder Like a crazy bitch Yeah, yeah I oh, liked it Fucking crazy bitch Man, I, I
2: like it when girls talk
0: shit I, Dude, yeah? I love I, I want to get offended
1: when I have Like, I want her to say offensive shit Right Wow I like that. I hate that quiet shit
0: where
2: But see, I don't like saying shit unless they are. So if they're not, then I don't say anything. I try to make no noises at all, but that's awful. Like, you try to make like, no noise at all? Like, I'm just like uh, uh, but I'm not <laughs> like uh, <laughs> 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 That was the that. least enthusiastic.
0: <laughs> f- well, I mean, fuck i mean, I'm not like going, Oh, you know I'm not doing anything wow. like that. Well, that that sounds like Nelson Riley. Oh. Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, yeah. What? Well, yeah. This I, sex is terrific. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You don't make noise, man. I, no, I, I try not to. And noise.
2: I get called out on it sometimes. I'm like, oh, next you get called out on best. Yeah, I get called out all girls the time. Like, like why hey, are you so up? quiet? And I'm like, because
0: I'm, cause I'm emotional right now. I'm quiet, <laughs> but I'm coming i used to have a girl
1: who would just explode down there oh me too oh, i love that oh yeah i love really? and you could yeah. always tell when she yeah. was there it Felt it was like, like warm yeah. yeah it was so great did you ever
0: see it spray out
2: no i never really
0: wanted to see it. it i just you... felt it you felt it you know joey, i did a gig joey, one time joey diaz hold on joey diaz has a joke about that he dated a girl that did that he goes but it was inconsistent <laughs> One day it'd be like fucking mint Juleps, the next day it'd be like Gatorade. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking expect. It was too confusing. It always
2: collected my belly button, and then I used to just lay there after sex and like flick my finger in my belly button. Oh,
0: okay, you are grossing me the fuck <laughs> out, you weird cocksucker.
1: I once boned a chick in the, in the back of a Phantom. You boned a chick in the back of a phantom. Dude, it's what great is a stu- phantom? A car? Uh, like a Rolls Royce? Or... Oh shit! Yeah, dude, I I did this gig and this. Uh, I was working with this guy. You banged some rich guy's wife? No, I I just this chick was running along, uh, running with us, and she just I'm sitting in the back of the car. She just all over me. Whoa! And then like everyone leaves the car, I just hang out and I just start nailing her in the back. and, and spray Okano. You, right.
0: you don't have to say anything. That's all right. Just if you, instead of answering next time, just go like this <sighs> and then continue your story. Just ignore me. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs>
2: By the way, this podcast is, is sponsored is, by Fleshlight. Yeah, so, by
0: the end, we have to say that at the end. How much does a Phantom cost? A Rolls Royce, like, that's like a half a million bucks or something. Yeah, dude, something. it was real deal shit. That's like one of those ultimate floss things. Like, I'm sure it's cool to, like, drive around in. It must feel, like, really sturdy. I mean, they're, like, really, really well made. But that's just, like, an ultimate, like, flossing move. Well, th-
1: those, that's what those cars are for. Like, you could run those into a building and you won't get hurt. They're built to, like...
0: Yeah, they're awesomely built. But it's, like, also, like, the people that want them, like, that's an extreme statement. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think this guy was a limo driver, so he just was one of the cars that... Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Well, and still, you want to show people. this was the, the shit I afford. See what I get when I go out for my limo. I ain't dude, it was great, town though, car, dude. son. Just spraying. And he's like, please, please, please. And then
1: they had a Mercedes there. Go over to the Mercedes. So we went over to the Mercedes
0: and finished what we were doing. Because she splattering all over your seats?
1: Oh well, Yeah, he didn't want us to ruin his... Uh, oh,
0: awesome. oh, wow. That's cr- Was she a sprayer?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. All over the- Can you imagine if the back of his fucking beautiful car just smelled like pussy? Mm. <laughs> just dirty, stinky pussy everywhere. I miss and that. And she loved it in the dude? ass, dude. Oh, did she?
1: Yeah. You ever meet the chicks who love it in the ass? What's that about, Sam Do no. you think know. they're
0: pretending to love it in the ass? Yeah, because I've never, never met somebody that loved it. i no, met somebody no, that dude. would oh, let I've me do it. Girls- chick- I've seen girls that say they love it, man. They love it in the never ass. I've heard girls yell it out at a comedy club.
2: Some people, it just depends how, like, uh, some people have whatever that that sensitive asshole
0: where it feels like a, uh,
2: a <laughs> like a they could have orgasms from it. That's right. how much, how sensitive it is. And other girls don't have that vein or whatever that goes through the side of it.
0: That's a doctor talking right now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's Dr. Redman. That's, Red that's ghetto doctor. Mm, yeah, you don't got that vein in ghetto there. Ghetto doctor knows <laughs> all about butt sex. You get that vein in so there. You know, the Dalai Lama is anti-butt sex, so he's anti-gay sex, I guess. He's, not, not he's anti-blowjob too So he is anti-gay sex The bald dude. Sex, well, most of the, uh, Sex should only be used for procreation and yeah. Oral and anal is sexual indiscretion Yeah,
1: I mean most of your like in Christianity All the taboo sexes are I know, but Sexes this guy that like, don't
0: create more Christians But who's supported by more gay people than the Dalai Lama? The Dalai Lama is essentially saying That what they're, do is, they're doing is unnatural And is, uh, is not what you should be pursuing You should only be pursuing Pursuing sex that creates babies that's literally what he's saying. That's
1: He probably doesn't get laid that much. So he At all? Doesn't. How
0: about ever? I mean, maybe he gets laid occasionally. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe fuck Sharon Stone. Fucking fleshlights. Fleshlights. Yeah, Send the Dalai, Dalai Lama a fleshlight. a fleshlight. Send him an Avatar one. We need to figure out a way to get Avatar on board with this. I've been By the way, they have, they, have they have clear, clear ones. They have clear ones. I was like, oh, oh that's man, good. that's
2: like fucking Wonder Woman when she's in yeah. there.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the, totally. We the plane. Just, in a visible visible jet? Plane. invisible jet?
2: invisible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jet. Just look down at it and you see uh, little Wonder Woman in her jet. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I like the idea
0: of a clear one, though, man, because there's something serial killer about the whole rubber pussy that's the same yeah. color as an actual pussy. Yeah. They, have you ever seen those dolls that are like life? Real dolls, yeah. I thought about getting a gay one for jujitsu. I was like, that would be the perfect thing to practice on because it's just like a real dude. Because I have a um, – but then I thought – how do you explain that away? <laughs> you know, I got fake jujitsu dummies in my garage that I practice on. Like, if I can't get to class and I got some shit I got to work on, I'll work it out on the dummy. You know, I'll go over moves on the dummy because it's like ergo, it's a bubba dummy. Yeah. They make them for Gracie Jiu Jitsu. But it's not as accurate as, like, a real doll. I bet a real doll would work better.
2: But you know what? You should just get – you have cash. Just get it to put in your closet and
0: look at you I heard know? Jay I would had, like, a like real eight doll. Them. I would want a dude. Oh, But that's the, I think the saying. skin tears. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's not I think the skin would tear, tear, like tear too not. easy. Yeah, it's not tough. Yeah. I heard Drew Carey had eight real dolls. Really? Yeah. He's a freak. Drew Carey's got so much money, man. Dude, how great is that gig? He's such a nice guy, too, man. Drew Carey's, like, one of the nicest guys I think I've ever run across. Always friendly Always has a big smile On his face I've never even heard Of him being a dick You know Just always Like a fun guy To be around Loves comedy Gives advice to comics He was giving advice To some fucking new comic At the improv The other day not the other day. It was like maybe a couple months ago. But Drew was there, and there was some new comic there, and we were all talking. And the new comic asked a question, and Drew Carey just gave him all sorts of information. Just write thirty jokes a day. Just sit down, force yourself to write. Get up every time you can. Record your act. He was like giving him all this great fucking advice. You know, thirty jokes like, a day. Well, he's damn. like if you do that, if you if you do that, if you really dedicate yourself, you're going to have some gems. You're going to come up with some gems. You force yourself to write some. You know, just sit down and write a bunch of shit like that. He's so right. It's fucking great advice. But the fact that he. Took the time to do that to some kids. Because he's from Ohio, he's so a fellow f- Ohio guy. That's, are you an
1: Ohio guy? Yeah. No. Where? Columbus.
0: Yeah. That, that, you know, Ohio does have a lot of nice people. They're a lot like Canadians in a way. A little mm-hmm. less, a little less cool. Slightly. Chicks are great. Ohio, Ohio chicks? chicks?
1: I like Ohio chicks. Mm. The Midwest. Like the, They've always been very nice. You like me.
0: the firm stock?
1: I do. I like thick chicks. I like Amazons. That's why I loved uh, Australia.
0: Just you <clears> you Amazon a bunch chicks. Of big, giant, and, strong women. And, Oh, I, saw, I read that on your Twitter, right?
1: Yeah, they're all Amazons and pregnant. Those are my two favorite things.
0: Australia's a pretty awesome fucking country, man.
1: There's no religious guilt out there you can do. I no. was doing
0: Jesus jokes. They're there
1: fucking great, man. They're friendly as shit, too. I got to talk slow, though. They're like, you have a really thick accent. <laughs> I'm like, I do?
0: Their accent's pretty badass. Their accent just sounds party. Because like, if you're talking like that, mate, you know, like, that's not like a guy who takes himself too seriously. That's the guy who's going to throw you another beer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was in Sydney. It's pretty expensive over there, man. A little bit. Sydney's the shit, though. It's, hard, it's fucking, they're removed from everybody, man. It's hard to get shit over there. Yep. Our driver was telling us how much cars are there. They're like real expensive because they got to ship them you know, from other places. They have like their own Australian cars you don't recognize. Like, what the fuck is that? Some weird alien car and shit, you know? They're like completely removed from the rest of the world. They're fucking far away. And the crazy thing is, that was a prison colony for England. Yeah, and England is fucking boring as shit. Rainy weather, all fucked up. Australia is beautiful, and that's a prison colony. And they're so cool. How the fuck did that happen? I don't
1: know, man. By the best time. How long were you there for? Two and a half weeks.
0: Yeah, Australia's the shit, man. I had a good. Where are you time. at uh, this week, man?
1: I'm doing my uh, naughty show tomorrow night. That's right. That's right. Sam Triplets naughty o'clock. show tomorrow
0: night. Ari Shafir will be guest he'll do, doing some sort of a guest appearance. Rowdy, Roddy, motherfucking Piper's going to be there. Is that yep. correct?
1: Yep, he's going to make an appearance He's And gonna... Sam,
0: how do people keep up with you So they know about the future um, The future naughty shows and all this shit The I naughty have, comedy
1: show uh, I'm, Twitter, I'm on Twitter,
0: uh, Sam Tripoli Yeah, and if you're on Ustream, that's it right there It's easier
2: yeah. just to go to the naughtycomedyshow.com For that actual thing probably Trying to spell history. Tripoli Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. the
1: naughtycomedyshow.com
0: <laughs> Sam com. Well, Tripoli's not that hard to spell it's spelled, Oh, we're having the U.S. The way it sounds
1: U.S. National Air Humping Championships, too
0: Really? Yeah nice. right. It's going to be big if you uh <clears throat> seen Sam Sam's been on the road with me a bunch of times before. We did uh Toronto together. We did a bunch of gigs up in town together, we did Sacramento together, and we're doing the House of Blues together on uh July second. Oh, so Sam excited. Tripoli in Vegas anytime for the man. big Brock Lesnar, Shane Carwin, extravagant so the White Gorilla Festival. Uh we're gonna have a good fucking time, man. So uh Sam Tripoli tomorrow night at the Melrose Improv ten PM show. Eight PM eight PM show eight PM show the night show eight. And Dana Armin
1: and Joanna Angel. Dana, yeah,
0: you it. he's got a bunch of very attractive young ladies who fuck for a living. And then um, I will be this weekend at the the Irvine Improv, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, with uh, Ari Shafir and Joey Coco Diaz. Oh snaps! Oh snap! Full Death Squad appearance. Brian's going to be there videotaping. So if you uh, you want to kiss Brian, he's ready. Yes. You ready to kiss people? Yes. He'll I kiss am. anybody, boy, girl, whatever. No. No, okay we
2: Fleshlights.com Go to Joe's website Click on the link at 15% off They are awesome And we both love them
0: Yeah, we fuck the Hook shit me up boys. And, and if one, anyone from I'll Fleshlights listening Get us some yeah. more We need some Chris, more Chris, will, I, I emailed him <laughs> yesterday To tell him that uh, The Fleshlight has made it Into my act now There's like I have a whole chunk On the Fleshlight And how the sponsors. You have chunks too, the com- I think that's the best way To, uh, to do comedy it's the, 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 You know, the guy Who I really emulated Who I learned that from Was Richard Jenny. Because Richard Jenny would write, and he would write the shit out of a subject, man. I remember I was always impressed when I would go to see him that this guy, like, when a guy has, like, just one thing on a subject, he brings up a subject, he has a thing on it, and then he moves on to the next subject. I always feel like, well, you just started touching on the subject. You sure that that's all the angles that are in that subject? I don't, I don't feel like I got enough out of that experience. But when I would go see Richard Jenny, that guy would like write these big, long chunks where but right when he thought he was done with it, he would hit you with more shit with it. And it made it funnier and funnier, and more ridiculous as it got along. So I learned how to do that from him. Yeah, you're great at it, too. Well, you do chunks, too, man. A like lot of ch- comedy store guys do chunks, right? We, yeah. A lot of guys from there, we have similar styles, you know. We go loose. It's not like verbatim, same way every night. Because that place is like a chaos place. Yeah, you, you can't know? go up there and do a monologue. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah. You're going to ha- have to interact with people At some point in the night That's
1: why I hate showcasing I think showcasing for uh, something Is just so not natural Like like seven minutes you mean? Yeah and yeah. just go up there And A to you know yeah. Z And it's just like That's not
0: what I do It's like I like to right. Be in the moment Talk about what's going on It's like And it's funny because Kinison who is uh, you know, One of my favorite comics And I think one of yours as well Always had that problem, you know, and it's he was a comedy store guy as well. He always had the problem where he said, you know, it takes me 10 minutes to get cooking. I don't want to do, like, a seven-minute set. Like, he had a problem. Like, he didn't want to do, like, when the Rodney Dangerfield special was on, he was like, wow, you know, 10 minutes. This isn't a lot of time. Like, he had a concern about that. You know, I think we both have that that style, and that, that comes from the chaos of that fucking crazy comedy store. I did, uh, Man... When I walk up on stage, it takes me a little longer than
1: everybody else. You know, when there's people who walk up on stage and they have a certain look, you kind of know what they're going to talk about. Right. So people like are are already on board. Do you know what I'm saying? Like John Caparello goes up with a hat and he looks like one of the guys from South Park. And he talks like this, you know, and it's like he's already kind of like, Already in Do you know what I'm saying right, he's, right. he's humorous he, Joey yeah.
0: Diaz goes up He's hilarious Me. Right. What Real the t- fuck cocksuckers What are you looking at, at My game. ball loose What's going on here
1: It always takes me Like a couple minutes And I'm fine with that now But when I first started I was always, always get very like
0: Panicky And then it sets, oh, sets Your set off in a bad direction yeah. But you have this casual Like your, your act is like You know I mean Sam's one of the funniest guys I've worked with He's really hilarious If you haven't <laughs> seen him Do stand up before he's, If you've seen him in Toronto You know If you've seen him In any of the places We went to You know um, but you know his act is—you got you don't have any fat in your act. You're not trying too hard. A bunch of bits. You're not doing a bunch of shit. That's you know, like in the beginning of your career, like everybody, like I had it. Everybody has. It. You have a bunch of bits that you you know you have in there just because they're in there. Yeah. You should have probably cut them out. You cut all that shit out. You know. Your shit is all like what you think is funny and how you look at things. So when you go up there, there's no like you don't like like try to fake them out right away and get them, get them going. You just get into your shit, you know. Yeah, and you it,
1: take your time. You know, it takes a, a few
0: minutes, but once you get that it's rhythm, an experience. Though, I love that though. I love watching a guy do that, man. I love watching a guy like set up his shit and and get into it slowly. I really get uncomfortable when I see someone like panicking, you know, when I see someone trying too hard or, or saying a bunch of shit that's not real you know, or trying to force things. Don't you feel that? You know, man, I'll
1: be honest with you, dude. Like you are, you know, I love working with you, Joe, because you're literally the, probably the only person that I can just do any joke. I want unleash it, just throw it out there and just go for blood. And you just fucking just grab the wave and just go, you know, and follow it. I mean, I've literally gone on roads with people and had to pull punches.
0: You know, and I understand well, because... You guys love each we're, other. We're, we're very similar, though. Your, your sense of humor and my sense of humor are very similar so that when you're on stage and you're killing, you know, the, I'm laughing my ass off. So when I go on stage, I'm in a good mood. Like, I'm laughing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I feel like, wow, this is a fun fucking show. This is fun. And I just carry it on. They get know? rocked. If you don't have that kind of act though if you have the kind of act that's like really you know like a monologue act or someone who's like more sedated who doesn't talk about controversial subjects the problem is once the cat's out of the bag you know like once you start talking about wild shit when you're up there the guy after you it's going to be really hard for him to be like sedate it's going to be really hard for him to be like middle America you know fucking you know there ready for t- letterman you know what i mean
1: there's a time when uh I used to struggle after John Caparolo because he was very mainstream, lovable, and yeah. I would go up there with my weird stuff, and you feel it, right?
0: Yeah, and it's just like, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 we're just, you know, yeah. we've been, we like ice cream. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't convert them yet. That's what it is. You don't know how to convert them yet, you know, or you didn't at the time. Rather, I used to feel that way about AJ Jamal. AJ Jamal was Joey Diaz's kryptonite for a long time. AJ Jamal just would go, dude. Up there that's and a funny dude. He's one of those guys. There's a few guys where I go, well, this doesn't make any sense. How is this guy not a I'm, huge household name? I'm with you, dude. Squeaky clean, hilarious, brilliant timing, great writing, fucking super nice guy. Super nice, friendly guy. And here it is. You know, we knew him from the store from what, 10 years ago? Here he is. He's, he's not famous. You know, that's crazy to me.
1: I, I mean, dude, people are like, oh, AJ Jamal killed last time. I was like, tell me when he doesn't
0: kill. Yeah. That's why, I'm, because he murders rooms dude he's he was when we knew him too when he was at the store a lot like in the early 2000s he was a a executioner bro he would go up and he did a lot of the same material but he would go up and do 15 minutes of thunder son yeah and it would be squeaky clean and perfectly timed out and you know you would feel like especially if you had that like loose you know dirty style where you're talking shit on stage you'd feel like unprepared when you go on. yeah you know cuz it's such a totally different style of comedy really funny man yeah, yeah you always really wonder good. that dude you know there's I'm a like... lot of guys like that man i always talk about reggie mcfadden reggie mcfadden back in new york in like the 90s i knew reggie mcfadden like 93 94 he was a destroyer dude he would go up squeaky clean totally digestible for tv and he would just fucking crush he was a monster man and for whatever reason it just never connected i know he got on in living color like i think on like the last season or one of the last seasons You know, and he did a little bit on that, but for whatever reason, he never took off. When I saw him, I was like 22 or something like that when I first saw him. I was like, whoa, this guy's going to be a fucking star. I'm like, this guy is so charismatic. His act was clean. I wanted to like him. Like, he would be on stage. I was like, I was learning from watching him perform. Definitely. You know, there's guys that you've seen... And you go, man. I learned something watching that guy. I need to be more, have more fun with this, or I, I enjoyed that part about his act. You know, I'm. How come I'm like that in my real life, but I'm not like that on stage? I need to learn how to be like myself on stage, like he is. You know. And he was one of those dudes, man. He just fucking crushed, crushed. You would just be humbled, like, whoa, that guy's good. And then for whatever reason, man, I just never fucking clicked. It never clicked. You know, you, you never see, like, him headlining these big shows that you hear about at these theaters and shit like that. I don't even
1: hear. I don't even know where he is anymore. I
0: don't know where he is either, man. He used
1: to do pop-ins, and I I was like, I don't know why this guy's popping in. He's not really a celebrity. He was always really funny, but no, nah, I haven't seen him at the comedy store in years.
0: Yeah, yeah, he would do pop-ins. He had a little bit going on back in, you know. He in, did a in movie, the like, yeah. a little while ago.
1: Very funny, though, man.
0: Steve White. There's another one. Steve White. Steve White is fucking hilarious, dude. That guy is one of the most confusing guys to me. That, and I know he made a ton of money off real estate. He became like some crazy fucking real estate investor. And I think he does like seminars now on real estate oh, Well, I know he had a
1: radio show for a while there in Vegas.
0: Did he? Dude, that guy was funny as shit. He's another guy. The guy should have been a giant. Should have been fucking headlining everywhere all over the world. You're
2: talking about a bunch of people that no one knows about. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're, we're talking about comedy, you man. You know? <laughs> yeah, but there's also we're something. We're talking about what we knew about these people, man. Yeah, but but What's I don't know these people. That... You don't have to know them. We're talking about. But I'm we're listening to you. talking about comics <laughs> that we knew that were really funny. And We're describing. Why I know. They were funny there's a lot of people so
2: asking good. like, well, how do we know these people? Why would we care about this? Who are these Brian, people? But Brian, <laughs> stop reading
0: that, man. Don't bring that up, man. I'm just trying to help a show at two hours and twenty minutes. Don't bring up negative shit. You're bringing up negative shit to these uh, people are saying. If I'm they're not into it, into it, we're talking about comedy and what's our history. And to us, it's interesting. I know. And to people that I, are into comedy, it's going to be interesting. I know, but too. you're also putting on a show right now. Yeah, bro. I know what I'm doing, man. Stop this. Don't fucking tell me what to talk about. Uh, all right? <laughs> I'm fascinated by this. Hey, man. What I trying to help talk you. about, you're not helping. It's not helping. Okay. Bringing up negative shit is not helping. Just, okay. It's interesting to me. And I think I want to give that guy credit. And I want to give AJ Jamal credit. And, and, and I want to talk about all these guys. They're fucking funny, genius guys. You know, that helped us when we were coming up, you know, watching all these g- different guys. I think that's one of the most important things about comedy development is being around a bunch of other really funny comedians, you know, and, and like feeding off of each other. And, well, you
1: you know, it's a blessing, too, because like being in L.A., it's like, believe it or not, the comedy level is so high. It's like, you know, I go on the road, even if I'll go like down to San Diego or something, and you see what they're used to seeing and they're performing at that level. Yeah. It's like in L.A., you know. You know, I had the, I had the, God knows how many times I had to follow you at the comedy store. And it's like, I can't fuck around with that. You know, and all these other great comics, like, you see what you got to get to and where you got to operate at.
0: And God knows I had to follow a lot of guys too. And that's one of the things that Mitzi Shore uh, really helped me and a lot of other comedians with. She knew how to schedule guys, you know, and she always would talk to me about it, you know. And I told her, I said, you know, you really made me, uh, you know, you really helped my development as a comedian. She goes, I always knew where to put you. You know, she would put me over after murderers, man. Martin Lawrence in his prime. He would go up in the main room and fucking destroy, dude. It was back when he had that. What was that movie that he had? The concert movie of him doing stand-up? Uh, something Run. Something. something Crazy. Wasn't it You So Crazy or something like that? I don't know. Was some Who was it, cra- Brian? You I
2: know. don't know.
0: Anyway, he, he used to destroy. He would level that main room. And then I would go up and I was nobody. And I, you know, wasn't very confident. And people, as soon as they saw me, they would get up and leave. But how many times did you have Story to do in that? Story of my
1: life, dude. For like the first years at the store, Andrew Dice Clay pretty much bumped me <laughs> every night.
0: I know, man. It was brutal. Dice, Dice um, they were scheduling him before me a bunch of times. Or me after him, rather. A bunch of times. I used have to go up after him. And I used to listen to his CDs or his cassettes, rather. They were cassettes. Back in the 80s, man. Dude, one of my
1: favorite moments is watching him on New Year's doing his uh, nursery rhymes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to see that live when I grew up on that was like phenomenal. There was an HBO
0: special that was live, right? From Philly, wasn't it? Well,
1: he, yeah, and then I saw him do it in the OR one time on New Year's. I'm like, wow, that's pretty damn cool, man.
0: Dude, I remember working with him just being like standing next to him going, holy shit, this is Dice Clay. Yep. You know, to me, it's like right there with Kinison as far as like the impressionable comics. I mean, you know, people say he's an asshole. He just hate comedy. and, this and that. I don't care. To me, it's funny. You know, I'm not looking f- to, for him to have the, you know, the best philosophy in life and teach me how to live my life. But he he's made me laugh hard before when I was a kid and insulting people at the store. How many times has he just started attacking dudes? Oh,
1: he attacks his own fans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome, Dice. Hey, fuck you, man. Dude, he's ruthless. He's ruthless shitting on people.
1: He does not care, dude.
0: Yeah, that that comedy store environment growing up in that crazy cauldron. I used to follow
1: Eddie Griffin after he did three hours. Three hours.
0: I've seen that. I've seen you follow him. I saw you follow him at least twice after he did three hours. And the people were just destroyed by the time it was over. They had nothing left in them. By the time Eddie, Eddie would start off doing material, and then two hours in, he'd be like, the Africans built the pyramids with sound. See, y'all don't understand. 9-11 happened. There was gold underneath those twin towers. Yeah, just and crazy. And the subway ran 24 hours a day, okay? Like, you'd, like, leave you like, what the fuck is he saying?
1: <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on. I think Cat Williams just came, took all this thunder,
0: and then – I don't know, man. Well, he had a problem opening up for certain guys. He like open. Oh, I think it was Mike Epps. I think he were open for. He, he he was opening for some guys, and like they just were. No, maybe it was Cat Williams. They were just not into his shit, man. Because he's got that style, that that just shit talking style. You know, he's like suited to. Uh, I think Eddie's like at his best when he's like in like the OR. And it's like a Friday night and they don't expect him. And he goes up and he's feeling just perfect. You got a, just the right amount to drink and just the right amount of feeling good. And he'll go up there and fucking slay it. But do you remember back when he had his first HBO appearance? No, It was okay. like a young comedian special or something or Def Jam. Maybe it was Def Jam. Yes, it was Def Jam. And he fucking destroyed Eddie Griffin was one of the most fucking charismatic and powerful stand-ups ever for like a short period of time. Like you would go to see like his, his like HBO performance when he was on Def Jam at the time, like the impact that it had, I remember watching it being like, Whoa, this guy's fucking talented. Just powerful and dynamic and all this energy and woo and good, man. It was good fucking material. But somewhere along the line he just went crazy. Yep. I don't know what
1: it and he do three hours and forty five minutes of it was Gold, dude, There was some uh, yes.
0: really funny ass shit He would say shit sometimes That would make me go This guy like in spurts Is like one of the funniest ever One of the funniest ever Do you ever heard his bit About Alexander Graham Bell He's doing a bit about cocaine Then Alexander Graham Bell Invented the telephone He's like You gotta be high As a motherfucker Wanna talk to someone Who ain't even there <laughs> That's funny <funniest> as <laughs> shit <laughs> oh, How much coke you gotta do Before you're like yeah, I wanna talk to some nigga Who ain't even here <laughs> It's a funny bit, man. He had some funny fucking shit, but it was bursts of it, you know? Bursts of genius followed by all this time. I just think, like, in LA, like, when you're doing, like, a set, it's like people can
1: only take so much. And, like, three hours, nobody could take three hours of anybody. I don't think anybody. Would you ever want to hear anybody? What do you for think about, hours?
0: like, these Chappelle sets no. and these Dane Cook sets? What do you guys think about those sets where, where dudes do you know like I six, seven hours? I, I
2: hate it. I think it's the worst idea ever. I think I think less is always more.
1: I I always found it interesting that date that Dane always got like a bad, you know, energy from that, and then for the longest time, nobody cared about Dave Chappelle. No one would ever be like fucking Chappelle bumped me. They'd be like, yeah, Chappelle went up, did three hours, it was awesome.
0: Well, he seems... Now extreme. it's kind of changed, but... At the, at the time, like, right after the Chappelle show, especially after he left, he was like this martyr for comedy, you know, because everybody had heard that, like, the, the Comedy Central suits were fucking with his show and trying to get him to stop saying nigger and trying to sell more advertising and they wanted to give him more money and it was a big $50 million deal and he just went, fuck you, and walked away. And I think everybody just... He became the messiah, you know? Every comic was like, wow... That guy's a real fucking comic. Like, he really walked away from $50 million. Who the fuck walks away from $50 million? Who gets in a fucking plane and just goes to Africa? So for us, like, he embodied everything that a real comic is supposed to be. The dude's a genius comedian, hilarious as fuck, had the funniest show in the history of television. Dude, cha- dude it, it, like, changed the way
1: people thought. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was that. I mean, like, Genius. stuff that he did on that show became part of the lexicon. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm rich, bitch. How many people just would yell that out? How many people would yell out, fuck your couch? You know, how many people would yell out all that stuff? That stuff became so it, it, it just, it just, it had an impact that, like, nothing else did, man. And so when he stepped away from that, and everybody was like, wow, he really doesn't give a fuck. Do you he think really Hollywood's
1: mad at him at all? I always wonder I if, like, if fuck, you dude. killed
0: like, the Golden Goose. No. Do you think it was, dude, a, he's, think it was all fake? No. He's, no, no he no. can sell so much, man. He can do whatever he wants. I don't think he gives a fuck. If he wanted to sell out stadiums, dude, he could sell out stadiums. He's not trying. He's showing up at comedy clubs like unannounced and shit. He's showing up and, and doing guest spots and shit and going up for a couple hours here and there. Where he's not even like having people pay to see him. He's not doing that many real shows. He's a, a, a interesting motherfucker, man. Very interesting. But I think that's really why everybody doesn't care that he goes up. Like we all want to see him. You know, he represents to a lot of comics. Like he's the embodiment of what you're supposed to be. He's like the Richard Pryor of our generation. Yeah, the guy who goes up and, and everybody wants to sit and watch him. You know, uh, is he your favorite comic? Who's your favorite comic?
1: Uh, I have a, a David tells one of my favorites. I just love the way he writes and his like tags are really good. I like uh, you, Stanhope. Bill Burr, and, and you know what? Nick Swartzen, I think, is really fucking funny. His special's one of the only specials I like. For some reason, I can't watch comedy, man. I don't know what it is. I I've been watch- I don't know, man. So I'll watch, like, clumps. But uh, uh, somehow I got through his whole entire special laughing my ass off, man. Yeah, he's
0: really funny, dude. That that fucking thing that he does. When he said, if I was going to k- commit suicide, I want everybody to be really confused after it was over. I like pull out a gun and go, who fucking farted? Boom, and <laughs> blow my brains out. <laughs> That's hilarious shit, dude. And he's he's got great stage presence and delivery. I was in uh, Minneapolis, and he was there, too. It was when Brock Lesnar was fighting. And uh, it was the night before. We did a show at the Fine Line Music Cafe. And Swartzen came to the show and uh he just walked on stage while i was on stage and he's he's like one of those dudes who like i love him so much he's so fun to be around i'm always happy to see him like one of the few dudes that would show up and then just walk on stage and i just give him the microphone and give him a hug you know what i mean like i'd be happy it's like a for him it was like it was like a cool thing yeah, for him yeah, to yeah. Walk on stage. he's a great guy was, great guy we
1: uh, i used to do beecher's madhouse at the hard rock and uh Vegas and uh he came out and partied one night and then he just disappeared yeah and he showed up the next day and he's like I'm like where'd you go he goes you don't want to know and I'm like you know what I don't want to (laughs) know I don't." he's a
0: fun dude man he's He's a great guy man but he's one of those guys like he could probably do that to you he would go on stage and you'd be happy to see him on stage with you like what are you doing man but how many guys are like that there's so few you know yeah there's not I don't know anybody who I would be comfortable going on stage on their show I don't know anybody you're doing I would a never show and do that some with you. Walks up, he's like, "What the fuck, man!" Right? I would never do that with you. Like, if you were doing a show somewhere and I came to watch, I would never go on stage and just like assume that you were going to give me the microphone. I'd start talking. and be like, "Dude, what the fuck? You don't do enough shows." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like to come steal my thunder, you motherfucker? What the fuck are you doing? Happened uh, to Jen
2: Kirkman. She's a comic. Uh, last night she went off on her uh, Twitter because she had a thirty-minute spot at the Improv, and somebody went on stage. She didn't say who it was. <sighs> Jumped on stage and didn't, but she was going crazy both on the, the you know, the improv, both I wish on the I comic. Knew who it was. But you read her shit, Jim Kirkman. You read oh, her Twitter. It's comic. I don't the know. Comic? He was a contestant, or he worked for Last Comic Standing, but she never said.
0: She wouldn't say who it was. Was it
1: Greg Giraldo? No, 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 it wasn't Greg So
2: Giraldo. how
0: much time did they do? I, I don't, like I don't know.
2: I don't know, but just I, if you check her Twitter, it's pretty funny. I
0: don't like well, that he's on that show, but you know, I like Giraldo. I like Giraldo, too. It's That's life, man. You know, comics are going to go on before you and bump you, especially no one knows who the fuck you are.
1: I'm so numb to it, man. Yeah. It's amazing so how everyone times. gets so angry, and I am so numb it's to a, getting
0: bumped. It's a test, man. It's a test. For, for comics, it's good for you. Uh, when you're starting out It's not good when you get to a certain level And people are paying to see you And someone contrary to your point of view Goes on and goes up You know Like like Mencia You know what I'm saying You want to hear a great Mencia story
1: what? I was headlining the Addison Improv And I'm sitting there in the back office And all of a sudden I see Brad Williams walking I'm like hey Brad I'm like oh fuck In walks fucking Carlos Mencia Ugh. He fucking does 30 minutes I can't even get away from him in Dallas he does 30 minutes before me doesn't even ask me. Like, doesn't he? hey, dude, you mind if I do 30 minutes? Doesn't even ask. Just assumes he's doing it.
0: And does it on purpose. He did it to put you in place. I mean, that's what he did this to marry. This is the best he part. Did to everybody. Goes
1: up there, right? I, I tell him, I go, if he goes over 30 minutes, I ain't going on stage. He gets off at 27 minutes. He's killing. And he goes, thank you guys so much. Place goes nuts. And they go, all right. He goes, are you right for your next comedian? And the whole place literally goes, <gasps> Like, someone's got to follow this. This is crazy. I walk to the stage. He introduces me. I'm walking to stage. He doesn't even wait for me to be to get to the stage. He <laughs> literally runs. I've never seen anyone do this before. Runs like a full sprint off the stage to the side, to his left. Leaves the stage empty. I go up. To on- make you feel uncomfortable. I get up there. I got this joke I always drop when I foul a big name somewhere. Drop it. Place goes nuts. I kill for 45 minutes.
0: It, like, the crowd was like, we
1: can fucking do this. You know what I'm right. saying? They you were w- funny.
0: You know, they didn't know. They, they, they probably a lot of them didn't know who you were. They were just going to see some comedy, and they maybe heard your name or something like that. But he was this national headliner guy who just destroyed. Oh, and just trying to bury me, of course, dude. That's what he loves to do. He's a f- sick person, man. You know, the, the, the Mark Maron podcast was fascinating. Listening to it because it's like listening to a crazy person. And the crazy thing is he bumped Maron. Maron was at the improv once. He bumped <laughs> Marin for like an hour. Maron didn't even say anything to him until the second podcast. You know, the first time he didn't even bring it up. Like, hey, why'd you bump me for an hour? Yeah, he forgot. I was yeah, headlined. how the fuck do you forget that? See, that
1: whole thing about that video is, man. It's like he brought that all on himself, dude. Like if you the just, new
0: video is the craziest thing ever. That's just 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 flat look at out, the
1: positions of that's everybody, like he's where he is, down. where you are. It's obvious who was on stage for. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, you were there before you left, and you came back, right? Yes. So he brought that on himself. I don't he see where this is on a situation stage. of bullying or anything like that. That's
0: just Maren being silly. Mary's a contrarian. He's always trying to find some fucking unique angle that other people don't be, see. That's
1: my biggest problem. It's like you silly. can't complain about, and I love Maren. You can't complain about joke stealing and
0: then... Well, he, he, did a, he did a lot of dumb shit Not only did he complain This is what Maren did Maren compared it To people being influenced By people That there are other people That sound like people Which is I've, I've been guilty of We've all been guilty of Yeah I it.
1: think everybody has Yeah
0: when you You get influenced by people But that's not plagiarism There's a huge fucking difference Between that and plagiarism It's a ridiculous comparison And the other thing That he said was That I thought was Really kind of fucked up Was like that like He made it You know through comedy Did everything through comedy He's had a lot of hard work And you can't t- take away The fact that he worked hard Like what the fuck Are you talking about about you're talking about a guy who's stealing and then he also said that he thought that the, the video should not have been released that we should have handled this within the community this is all coming from a guy who's got a fucking podcast for four hours talking about it he's yeah, talking about I a 10-minute video I and totally he's got a, a podcast that, yeah. talking about it on more than one occasion it's ridiculous I he's just a silly M- Marin's fucking silly it's
1: karma bro that's what that was. That Look, was
0: man. I, nobody wanted that to happen. You know, I didn't. Know. I just wanted him to not be there. I wanted him to not do what he was doing. We didn't want to like set out to try to fucking destroy somebody. It was we had a, a problem we had to deal with. I mean, but tell, you know, man, how bad was the store? How many times have you seen people freak the fuck out because that guy was in the back oh, of the dude, room?
1: I don't do. Gr- I did the funniest thing about him is like he's so easy to follow. If like if I actually did my material, it's so easy to follow. But you don't want to do your good shit because... Because he's in the room. Right. So I
0: just go to crowd work and sometimes it goes great and sometimes it doesn't. I just... It, you know That it, was what was missing from this whole discussion. What The real problem with having something like that is not whether or not anyone's free of guilt. The real problem is what what the situation is is someone who is ruining an artistic environment and creating a bunch of stress and tension all for their own personal gain. And this isn't respected by the other people that are selling the art form, the people that are owning the comedy club, the people that are... like The only reason why a comedy club is open, it's not just a place to buy drinks. It's a place to watch comedians perform. And here you've got someone who's... Actively victimizing the other participants in his community that keeps you alive, and you're letting that person for short term. I don't get it. I it's don't get it. It's because they're not ridiculous. artists. They're selling art. They are not artists. They don't respect it the way an artist respects it.
1: You know, and and he, you know, just things he said on that podcast uh in terms of uh, Mencia is just, you know, it's, it's, it's like crazy. he sits still. He actually he says he doesn't sit in the room. He sits in the room. Texting? Who are you texting? You're texting yourself. I mean, it's like if you really wanted people not to hate you anymore, you would never go in the room when you weren't performing. I have this theory, dude. Like if if you're a guy who's been doing comedy over like 10 to 12 years and you're like watching like open mics, you're probably there – Fishing for material
0: You could be Or you could be A really curious person Who wants to see The beginnings again And see horrible failures And see like What it feels like To watch somebody Like real nervous And uncomfortable But to sit
1: there The whole night And just be I I mean who
0: knows You know I mean I'm not saying That anybody watching An open mic night Is definitely a thief But it's suspect you can, get, you can cherry pick Some great ideas That people don't know How to work In an open mic night Right I mean yep. How many times do You watch an open mic n- n- micer go wow That's a good idea He's not doing it right But that's a great Fucking idea I I'd usually can, go
1: tell him How to tweak it Yeah
0: That's a nice thing To do man I've, I've had people Do that to me And it's really cool When someone comes up To you Like Louis C.K. Was the last one To do that to me He, he saw my set And then afterwards he, he actually wrote A bunch of shit down And he gave me like, A couple of cool ideas Oh that's cool like, Wow that's a, yeah, that's he's a another Cool thing like. when, He's a great guy he, he's. I think he's the best right now. As far as like, the, he's the most prolific. You know. Yeah. You know, he's the and Patton as well. Patton's another one who I think is fucking genius. Yeah,
1: I think Patton's very funny. I, you know, I have this whole thing about alternative comedy, and I, I, I find it very funny because like the, you know, almost like the Mount Rushmore of alternative comedy, which is like, you know, Patton, Sarah Silverman, um, David Cross, and Zach Galifianakis. Like. They're funny people. They have set up. They have punchline. I yeah. don't know. There's no alternative Dude, to it. They're Ari just Shaffir funny. and
0: I had the exact same conversation yesterday for a long time. Like, what is alternative comedy? How are these mainstream comedians talk about make mainstream subjects and they do it in you know in stand up comedy form? How is that alternative? Like, it's it's so hard to define what alternative comedy is. Well, I just think it's. I'm like,
1: as far as I can tell, it's a look now. Yeah. It's like you have an alternative vibe. look. I don't because, like, I did the Vancouver Comedy Festival with the uh, Vivid Video Comedy Tour. It was me, two porn stars, and nerds. It was all nerds, <laughs> and I would watch like their sets, and they would talk about the shit I've heard everybody talk about. But they did it with glasses on and reading off a notebook. It's like the cl- yeah. closest thing to alternative comedy might be—is uh, it Tim and Eric's Great Show? Good yes. job. Those guys are brilliant.
0: Yes, but they're
1: not going for your normal like set up punch. That might be alternative, like I almost agree Andy Kaufman ish. Yes, like they're brilliant, dude. Brilliant. Have you ever seen that video they did with that? I don't even know. It's Dance like...
0: Floor Dale. Did you ever see that one? No. That's the greatest one of all time. Is that where
1: they're grinding at and they're each fucking.
0: other? They're fucking. They fuck, and uh, it's all psychedelic and crazy neon. And they're colors. jumping and fucking, at... dude, dude. It's amazing. Humbling. Humbling. How funny humbling. that yeah. is. Humbling. That's like real alternative comedy. I completely agree with you. The rest of it is just like. It's like, come on, man, you're, you're on stage with notes and that makes it alternative. What's it's it?
1: what they've done is they've they've created a, an environment where they can go with, any, with zero performance.
0: Yes. On purpose. And they don't like people that perform, which is understandable. Some people like soft music, you know, some people like real calm, soft music. No, that's totally some people cool. like metal. You know, it's all it's all a, a choice issue. I like you know? all sorts. I like,
1: I like Jeff Foxworthy, man. Call it crazy. But dude, I think, I think
0: he's funny. I think that too. dude
1: is funny, bro. Yes, I think so too. I could dig Alan DeGeneres, man, back in the day watching her. Specials. Larry the
0: Cable guy. He's got some great fucking jokes.
1: I like a wide range of stuff. Some people get very particular about their yep, comedy. about I mean, music,
0: about comedy, about literature, about everything. You know, it's, it's a lot of shit to enjoy, man. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be exactly your speed for you to enjoy it. There's a lot of shit that's, that's good. That doesn't necessarily like resonate with how you would do it. But still, I enjoy it. The only people that drive me crazy are the clean Nazis. Oh, that's especially the if they're like the filthiest people
1: off stage. Yes. Like you're making a business decision. That's fine. You make that decision. But don't get mad at me because I'm me on stage. Yeah. I'm just, it's amplified, but still me. Yeah. I get that a lot. They're like, yeah, they I get like-
0: upset at you because, oh yeah. Talk about and cock too much. Hey, douchebag. I think about that. All right. I'm going to talk about whatever I want to. You talk yeah. about whatever you want to. Don't worry about me.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. The the
0: idea that that there's something bad about swear words—it's so juvenile. All words are artificial. We make words to, to, to so we can relay what we're seeing. And there's all sorts of adjectives that are just as ridiculous. Like the a- idea that freaking's okay, like cre- clean people say freaking, mm. this freaking guy, and they feel clean and free of any wrongdoing. But if you say fucking with the same story, like somehow or other you're screwing up. Yeah, like, it's so weird, so right? Dumb. And so if
1: you look dumb. at like
0: music, movies, everything else is so dirty now. And now, like, I get, there's very little clean comedy left, though. That's not that's not very common anymore. There's the Christian base There's, there's the funny people of faith. Was a tour that was going on through the uh, it was through the improv chains, and it was at the uh, Arizona Improv. One, uh, well, Phoenix there's a improv woman who Tempe. does like uh, comedy based on the Bible, and she does like arenas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, I've seen guys do that too. There was a guy named Brad Stein who was uh, really not very funny. In my opinion, back in the day, he just was like real hacky and just gross. Well, he became this like really right wing Christian comic and just started crushing and like selling out giant places and selling books. And I got a CD. I bought it at a a used record store just because I was curious. It was one of the strangest CDs I've ever heard in my life, completely devoid of like humor, but just like weird cheerleading, right wing, God fearing, cheerleading like it was so bizarre But I always laugh At those
1: people Because eventually They be They're human And it catches up with them Well they so start they end doing, up doing coke normal Or, or yeah. they start banging chicks and Like Ted Haggard Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah. Like
1: course. who's that Who's that uh, one priest right now That's from uh,
0: He's in Houston He
1: talks like this And he's like he, he plays like a stadium His church is like a stadium
0: They have a lot of those In Texas man And
1: I believe in
0: everybody
1: And it's like, dude, I'm like, I look in his eyes. I go, that guy's seen
0: darkness. (laughs) He's selling something, but there is some darkness lurking, bro. Ted Haggard pulled it off for a long time before he got busted. Who knows how many guys are out there that are going to get caught? That George Reckers guy that was the the head of the Christian right. He was uh, Joel Osteen, right? Yep.
1: Joel Osteen, dude, that guy. And I hear he's a nice guy, but dude, there's darkness lurking, bro.
2: My TiVo records that guy every week and I have no idea why I just started recording it. So I'll sit in bed and just watch it sometimes just to, out of curiosity. And that's it. Shit's creepy. And you need,
0: you you need the Lord in your life, son. You need yeah. the Lord in your life.
1: And his wife's got that big hair and big makeup.
0: Crazy shit, man. Texas
1: is so interesting because they got that crazy politics, but they're the funnest people to party with. Oh,
0: yeah. they're the best. No, Same thing nothing with Arizona. better than like drinking, drinking in Dallas. Drinking in Austin, you can find some great drinking partners in Austin. And have some fucking fun. Yeah, man. But that pot's illegal, man. You get fucking thrown in jail for pot there. It's so stupid. It's uh, it's they like... gotta fix that. It's Texas. Texas should be sucking the fucking corporate dick of America like that. Texas is supposed to be the fucking only place that can like. Isn't it supposed to be legally able to secede from the union because it's a republic of Texas or something know crazy how, like, like that? Re- religious I morals I that and
1: and. Big business got hand in hand. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Well, I, I do know it, but it's like so funny that people it's Reagan, it.
0: Reagan in the 80s connected everything wholesome to religion. And, you know, the whole right wing, you know, religion, Christian Christian movement really got involved in politics during the Reagan era. They realized they could tap into those dummies and start selling them shit. You know, selling them God, God guns and country. And they just pushed it and ran with it. It's so
1: amazing.
0: It's man. amazing. It's amazing because they're the people that give the fuck the least about the common man. You know, corporations are the the, the last people that the like
1: the Terminators. You. Dude, <laughs> they really are, man. They have they do not
0: care. Tam triple. This is an epic long show. This is the longest show we've ever done here. Did we break it? Did we we did, did. we do a we Dan We did. Set? You know what? We were ready to wrap it up too, but we got reinvigorated talking about stand up comedy and the comedy store. And uh, that's one of the things I love about you, Sam Tripoli. You are, you're a real fierce fucking comedian. You're the real deal. You're out there really doing it. I'm you the know? Patrick Swayze of there's, stand-up comedy. There's a lot of dudes who, you know, they could be stand-up comedians you're or they dead. could be fucking <laughs> insurance salesmen or whatever. You're a fucking stand-up comic, you know? You're the real deal, dude. Thanks,
1: man. Props. It's always an honor to Props, uh, my brother. hang
0: out with you too, man. You're two
1: of my favorite people. And I uh, always love going on the road with you, man.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to tear it up again July 2nd, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Sam and I will be at the uh, House of Blues in Mandalay Bay. is the, the night before the UFC, and uh, we're going to have fucking party on. And tomorrow night, Sam Tripoli has his show at the Melrose Improv in Hollywood, 8 p.m., the Naughty Show. It's a fucking pisser. I've seen it, ladies and gentlemen. I loved it. You'll love it. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys next week, most likely Tuesday, same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you again, as always. We appreciate you. This show just keeps growing every week, and we're enjoying the shit out of doing it. And uh, I'm just uh, very happy that everybody's enjoying it. And I keep meeting people on the road that love it, and it means a lot to me. Uh, And I'm glad you love it, and we're not going to stop. So thank you, guys. Take care. Talk to you soon. Later. Redburn,